Hi everyone, and welcome back to episode number 69, Nice, of the Couch on Ice podcast. I'll introduce the boys before we get into some awesome hockey news. Got some extensions, some lots of trade talks starting to warm up a little bit more. Got to finish off our All-Star Game segment, but before we get into the hockey stuff, throw it over to Chase. How's it going today, Chase? Oh, just mint, buddy. Got my coffee. Hot chocolate. <laughs> I guess mocha. Not yeah, coffee Feeling. and a hot chocolate right now. That's a, it, it, yes, that's, that is a mocha. real baller move. <laughs> it's a mocha, sorry. Oh, it's yeah. like a no, mocha no. coffee. Yeah. Like I thought you were saying coffee. like your double fifth yeah. fist and like yeah, one I coffee, completely... one hot chocolate in the other hand. Like, oh, no, just straight up. That's a true Canadian. Canadian... <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool. Hey, just double yeah. fist. In double the morning, fist. <laughs> Put some Baileys in your coffee. <laughs> some... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. There now you we're go. Talking. Now we're talking. That's a true Canadian breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Maple syrup on the side, Ma- bud. Maple syrup in the coffee. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. perfect so good or in the hot chocolate or Which in the, yeah whatever you prefer <laughs> mix it up bailey's the hot chocolate syrup in the coffee um am true. i not a canadian by not knowing how that would taste <laughs> i don't think so should we know i don't know <laughs> yeah oh i'll throw it over to how about i throw it over to the most american of us all right now who's in the states right now jordan how's it going Oh, buddy, I've been counting down the days for this one. I've been looking forward to the Sex Number podcast. <laughs> sex Number pod, the nice podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, what about, what are you doing? Are you double fisting some coffee and a uh, hot chocolate too in the States? Or No, women. <laughs> double fisting women? <laughs> that's that was awesome. bad. Wow. That was, that's... <laughs> oh, boy. That is the most aggressive right turn of all time. You know what? That's, that's, <laughs> the, that, that's getting that it done, I guess. Think, um, not too far from here. I don't know if you've heard. There's there's a place called the Bunny Ranch. The Bunny Ranch. Is, yeah. is it just like a cousin house to the Playboy mm-hmm. Mansion or what? So the in the States, the laws work in like districts. So you know how there's like districts of each state? Yeah. 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 There's like um, zones or whatever. In Nevada, there's a certain district uh, where the bunny ranch is, and essentially it's just a legal brothel. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah, I was sort of like, right. It is kind of like a cousin house of the Playboy match. Yeah, it's, it's like 30 minutes from here. Or <laughs> it is exactly 32 minutes and 38 <laughs> seconds from here, boys. Yeah, I counted it down when I was going. <laughs> if it hit the lights perfectly, it's 31 minutes. <laughs> oh, and you know what? It's 24 uh, hours open. There you go. Down. Sarah, mm, when Sarah's asleep, there you go. Just sneak off yeah, over to the I'm bunny ranch. Heading to the bunny ranch. <laughs> oh boy, this podcast really got off the wheels fast, so yeah. fast. Uh, let's take an aggressive segment change into some hockey. Um, Nevada news for the day. Actually, let's let's. Uh, this kind of works with our uh, segment coming up with our quick rip segment. Chase brought up for the podcast, and I think it's hilarious. So I'm going to bring it up now. We're going to bring up the Stevie Y interview with Paul Bissonnette on, <laughs> on TNT right now because it's just so good. I laughed so hard at this. Because um, he was either not trying to say he was 
possibly doing stuff with his wife or <laughs> something else. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I'm pretty sure it's not that hard to deduce uh, if, if if you want to figure out what he means by this. Um, but yeah, just let me know as long as you guys can hear oh, it, great. then everyone else can hear it. So here we are. Uh, Stevie Eisman being asked question by Paul Bissonette on TNT. The history you have with Swedish hockey players yeah, from your former teammate who just hired Nick Lidstrom to Lucas Raymond. Why have you guys had so much success drafting and developing Swedish hockey players? Well, I think it would go back uh, even, like, you know, Hawken Anderson has been a Swedish scout uh, for a long time for us. Before him, we had a great scout, and Chris, Krista Rockstrom was with the organization. They just found a lot yeah, of good players over there in Sweden. And, it's just and two minutes. And when your scouts do well, you have a lot of confidence, and then you put your faith in them. And so the Red Wings have drafted a lot of Swedish players, and out of that group, we've been very fortunate to have some very good ones. So... Uh, and as you know, you look around the league, there's so many good Swedish players and of high character and, and not just talented on the ice, but high character people. So, again, uh, we're confident in the scouting staff that, that has been there, that has found us good players. It's, yeah, it's at the end. It's right here. Paul Bissonette here. Right here. Uh, you, know, you talk about your career and then obviously transitioning as an incredible hockey mind on the, the management side of things. Given that there's probably a lot of it constantly on your mind, what do you do in order to decompress when you get away from the rink and, and, and maybe enjoy yourself? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I can't be honest with that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> not on national TV. Um, <laughs> so there's more to it basically saying that he goes, lays in bed with an audiobook and watches some hockey, but... Yeah, I know. Uh, super funny moment for <laughs> Iserman. Yeah. And even funnier uh, to pinpoint it even more, a couple of years ago, I think it was what year was Kirby Doc drafted? 2019? Was that 2018? Uh, 18 or 19? Can't remember. One of sure. the two. Anyways, uh, Steve CBY interviewed Kirby Doc during it. And the first question he asked him is So I asked some of your teammates and junior and stuff and they say you like smoke dope <laughs> and he starts grilling them for like 15 minutes on so you, do you smoke dope do you sm all this stuff and then at the end of it they do an, their normal interview and then at the end he's like so you sure you don't smoke dope <laughs> it just scared the piss out of poor like yeah, 17 year old kirby dog so that's fucking awesome yeah man they're just tweeting out i think uh that chick was tweeted uh stevie bong rips yeah stevie bong rips yeah super funny um i thought it was amazing fitting off the start to show it while we get into our quick rips um segment oh, man, so that made my day Holy yeah shit. oh yeah i bet hey super funny um but yeah let's let's dive right into our quick rips games i'll throw it over you jordan why don't you start us off yeah the the first one is bad news in philly uh, the Philadelphia Flyers lose 4-3 to the Islanders. Yeah. And that makes it 13 straight losses. So they're continuing the 10-plus the mm, Yeah, it's bad. It's so bad, man. Dig the sword deeper. Yeah, no kidding. I think they're going for a record. <laughs> Might as well at this point. Fuck, yeah, no doubt. They got to be a couple games away from a record. Like, that's, I don't know. We should like, be able to know what the record is. Didn't Buffalo just break it last year? <laughs> like 18 17 games against philly <laughs> the flyers so, are well known to be streaky so not this uh, streaky I, actually I, they're I pretty made... consistent 13 games now <laughs> i heard a lot <laughs> of that when 
when the Flyers aren't on a 10 plus game losing streak, they're 13 3 and 3. That's that's insane. Wow. That's really good record. Like, right? that's so bad. <laughs> get out of those fucking slumps. How do you nice. get, How do you dive into a slump? It's like when we slump, we dive into it. Like, yeah, exactly. We commit to the slump. When they hit the bottom, it's rock bottom. Uh, at least they committing to something. Yeah, um, they're doing good at one thing. <laughs> Thirteen games. Jesus. oh jeez that's so bad anyways yeah. uh what else Next do you got for us is dallas thrashing new jersey five to one um not all hope is lost in jersey jesper brad in there got another goal <laughs> absolute stud yeah he's um, lights up 14 goals on the year that's such a good year yeah and they had john gillies come in and he was fantastic once he came in. Schmid led in three or four goals. I think it was three, one open net. Um, and then Gillies only led in one out of the 24 shots he faced. So much better than Schmid, who faced seven. Yeah, Gillies, uh, if I remember correctly, a Flames pick. He was a pretty highly touted Flames goalie prospect a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, so this knows? is back. A- I say a couple yeah. years ago. It's like five years ago. Um, but like, you put up a no. good show. Braden Hosey awesome. also had a, a fantastic performance. Mm-hmm. Joe Pavel, he's mm-hmm. looking great. He wants to get somewhere. Man, nineteen yeah, goals this year. He's man, just, Chase is... doesn't stop talking about him, and he's not wrong. Like he's just the best. Yeah, like Pavelski. this is crazy. Like the Dallas Stars are doing something here that I don't think anybody or it does. It can't happen very often. They just won four road games in a row that both were back-to-back games in, like, a few days. Like, I know it was uh, Buffalo, Detroit, Philly, and New Jersey, but, like, to win back-to-back games, like, yeah, it's still, that's, that's insane. Still big. That's, that's it big for where you are in the standings. For a team that's not good on the road. Like, yep. haven't been great on the road, so, like, that's just... They just standing there saying hi, like, "Hey, we're well." And, and they they blood. need, yeah, they they need to they need the points to get there. Like, I know they're basically around was, there, but yeah. they yeah. just like need I to. Said with my last with last week, they're like they have six game home homestand coming up against all tough teams. Like, this was so key, like yeah, crazy sure. key. Absolutely, four straight wins does not hurt a single team unless you're arizona um and the top line is playing fucking phenomenal yeah Yeah. well that's all they got that's all they got so (laughs) don't blame them yeah they're so so good this season uh do you have any more quick rips jordan do you have one more those are the last two you got cool well i'm gonna quickly jump in with my quick rips and i'm gonna start right off with a bit of that Sorry, just trying to find it here. Let's start with Pittsburgh and Arizona because it kind of can get over the Pittsburgh stuff quick. I'm not going to talk about the game as much because we won. Pittsburgh win 6-3, unsurprisingly. Jari was in net, so you knew we probably had a good chance to win that. Um, <laughs> playing the worst team, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, Crosby, is that top line's sick. One player I have to mention, Brian Boyle is the best. He scored a through-the-legs top-shelf goal against Vejmelka. Oh, totally goal. forgot about that. Loved it. I'm oh. so happy. So cool. Amazing. I have another crazy stat about this game. Do you? Okay, go for it. Go for it. This was the first time the Coyotes had scored in Pittsburgh in over four years. Holy shit. No the way. Last time 
was November 7th, 2017. Holy crap. That's insane. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. And they got three of them, too. So that's impressive. Yeah. This is yeah, with the worst team they've ever had. Wow, that's awesome. That's super cool. Um, uh, there's just... a stat that I got for Crosby. I don't know if you heard this. and it was I heard it in the Chicago Wings game. 155 career three-point nights for Crosby. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. He's so, so good, though, man. Like I, I think oh. I heard that right. <laughs> that, if that's real, that if that's the number, that's insane. That is so, so good. Um. Yeah, no, I just wanted to chat, uh, talk about Brian Bull's goal mainly. And while we're on the Penguins talk, let's talk. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll wait till later because we got some contract talk with the Carter. So I'm going to push that a little later. Let's move on to the Ottawa-Buffalo game. Uh, don't really want to say much about this except for Tyler Ennis getting a hat trick is pretty cool. And Aaron Dell throwing <laughs> throwing a hissy fit after Man, they were oh, losing and injuring. <laughs> you got to bring up the best part which, of the fucking hat trick. Uh, there was Anton Forsberg was the only guy in the building with a hat. <laughs> oh, was he? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I guess they don't have fans. I didn't even. Yeah, I dude, didn't it see was that. fucking hilarious. Oh, I, I didn't. Died. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the lad, the third goal. So live. Yeah, so, the old that's so cool. goalie, the only one that's got. <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. Um, yeah, so an awesome hat trick for Ennis, which was, by the way, he got hat trick that game. That was his fourth goal of the season, was his hat trick goal. So he had one before that game. Um, but the main shutout, yeah, Matt Murray shutout. Love to see that Matt Murray around here, yeah, especially me. Um, but obviously, the big story is Aaron Dell throwing a hissy fit because he's a bad goalie and injuring Drake Batherson. I was, you guys. I obviously think you guys saw the elbow behind the net. If you haven't, go look on Twitter right now while you're listening to this, if you can. Um, the sa- hey, but- Aaron Dell's just trying to help the Sabres get ahead of the Senators this year. <laughs> yeah, or, after he's re- he was really doing that. <laughs> he was really doing that when uh, he injured them after let it in like three goals at that point. So yeah. it's just three games for the illegal. Yeah. Team. Aaron Dell spent three games for it and uh, Drake Batherson out with a high ankle sprain and will miss the all-star game. Now um, mm-hmm. Brady Kachuk's yeah, going to replace him there. It's just, he's having such a good year Batherson. And I know Ottawa is having a disappointing year, but like you're losing the game Dell. You've, this is your, how many starts is it? This was his 10th start like man did you see like his like they were showing like videos of this guy he's done this like four or five times mm-hmm. yeah like, literally the exact type of thing like just going out and just hitting guys straight and up. It, it, <laughs> yeah it, it brought up the the questions a lot of fans were saying should the goalie be open like free game when he's out of the blue paint and now I don't think that's necessarily the answer. Well, I don't think the goalie's supposed but, to hit anybody. But the goalie's not sure. allowed think... to hit anyone, I think, is yeah. the simple yeah, answer. I agree, because I, I don't think you want guys. You don't want, like, the goalie Mike Smith running out, coming back from injury, picking a puck up in the corner, dancing <laughs> with it, looking up and see Ovechkin just tall boy yeah like, like a, and break his back the problem with uh injuries is tall people elbowing small people in the head like all yeah. these goalies are like six five six seven you're gonna get blockered to the face like yeah. <laughs> which by know. the way i've seen in an actual <laughs> game that i played before i watched my goalie blocker kid in the face it was the funniest thing in the world 
like punched him or yeah like, oh yeah like there was a brawl okay, there was a yeah. there was oh, a no, line I'm, brawl I'm and <laughs> there, no, no, no i know I just, you just brought up nice blocker to the face i've seen oh, yeah, it live it is insane <laughs> but but yeah no just want to bring up that game it's just embarrassing from dell i'm you're already lost the game like why why bother yeah. why bother yeah sabers fans were pretty mad that they didn't uh go after him and hurt him because they really don't want him in the next <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're just that's a struggling watch. He's like the one goalie that's just not not helping. Like at least almost every other goalie they put in, like at least gave the team some confidence and some Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, pizzazz. Exactly, eh? He's Yeah, he but... doesn't need to be on that team anymore. I hope after this three game suspension DT can get healthy or somebody at least get two guys healthy. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I see Buffalo the, get that guy where he belongs in the AHL. Where apparently, without a contract, probably I don't think he'll get in our contract after this year. I think he's done. Um, but moving on uh, to more other quick rips game. Just gonna bring up the Leafs game really quick. The Leafs won four three in the shootout versus the Anaheim Ducks. But the Leafs almost blew a three goal lead <laughs> as they were up. Had three power play no. goals. Mitch Marner, Willie, and Tavares scored power play goals, which is cool for them. At least their power play is scoring, <laughs> and Marner is now. But yeah, yeah, they... no, I got, I got to admit, like I, I'm so wrong. Like, uh, they, their, their power play is just unreal this year. Hey, right oh, now yeah. it is. Um, sad face. Matthews what? only getting assists on it, and he's on my fantasy team, so I have to bring that up. But yeah, the Leafs almost mm. blowing yet another lead is just. <laughs> Oh boy, like I like this. I like the Leafs team when they're playing at the best of their ability. They look like a really good hockey team. Mm-hmm. I am not, I don't care who they play. If they continue this into the final couple of weeks of the regular season leading into playoffs and lose almost blowing games like this, I'm never picking them to win a first round ever. Like it's like, embarrassing. Could... <laughs> it's embarrassing. This is eight in three weeks that they've almost yeah, blown. Like, yeah. Like Unacceptable they, for they NHL. Have team. To go... They have to go on the on a good streak to be mm-hmm. able to win a playoff round. Like they Jack do Campbell good, needs so, like, to do can. what he did in his first fourteen yeah. games this year for them to win a round. Yeah, no, it, no. it's just like they're a good team. I understand that. I will say that forever. Like they are a fantastic team. They cannot hold a damn lead. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's awful. Like I I get mad at Pittsburgh for letting teams get too close sometimes, but at least we win <laughs> and like in regulation don't have to so yeah i just had to bring that up yet another blow and uh calgary their second blowout game but i'll talk about the second version of it as they play the columbus blue jackets and slaughter them six nothing uh but the main takeaway from this game as the flames uh set a new franchise record for most shots in a single game with 62 on the blue jackets um i also checked out columbus's twitter this morning and they were just posting out like tons of tweets, like it's okay, we're sad, but we're okay. <laughs> like all this yeah, stuff. They're having a real rough week they right have a now. Good social media. They do. Them, uh, Dude, a lot of uh, the NHL teams do. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they do. Nice to see. They have but, uh, in the losses. Sure. Uh, what were you saying, Jason? I kind of missed what you were saying, but uh, you were talking about Murray Lincoln's uh, night either. Um, he got a yeah, 900 yeah, yeah. save percentage. Yeah, he did. He got he 900 save per- I didn't. Um, I just brought up the shots and yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah he, had, he had a 903 in six goals against. 
Yeah, Talk about dude, lack like, of defensive support and clearing some pucks. Like, Jesus. That's mind-blowing. Like, I don't And know this is I've exactly why I think he might win a Vezna in his career. If this team can mm-hmm. just be a playoff team. Like, above 500. Like, doing that is so impressive. So impressive. You got a 900 save percentage while letting in that many goals. So, uh, yeah. just... You got blue in your name. You're afraid of the flames. <laughs> yeah no kidding right now um but no those are the that's all the quick rip games i got for it um weed up to... i'll i'll snag i'll snagger then there yeah bud. i'll throw it over uh, to you chase what do you got for us what's your quick rips uh, i'll start in vegas nolan patrick with a jaw-dropping goal in between the legs to get the knights on the board just that kind of down. week just that kind yeah. of week ended up getting another point in that game and then nicholas hey goo dripping in swag goo you old nicholas Hag <laughs> snipes at the tie it up with like two minutes left in the game uh goes overtime but n- never enough with uh, the old hurricanes and sea bass pots it for the winner unreal this guy's got i think he got two goals in that game three two uh then i'll kick it to oh, yeah. the, the jets Jets continue to play a fucking second line power play with all left-handed players. Then their really? next power plays got three right-handed guys. Like what the fuck? Just move they one. lose. Oh, they lose to Mason Marchment. Apparently that game <laughs> they got like two goals and an assist. But yeah, no, it's just frustrating. They just throw like five lefties out there on that second power play unit for some unknown reason, and they just do nothing. Okay, yeah. well, let's get out of that because that's just unreal. Let's get to something also kind of unreal and weird. Justin Falk talks a big game, <laughs> doesn't want to come to Canada, gets slapped in the face by Canada as the Flames shove seven goals down his throat. That's amazing. Don't want to come to Canada. Well, I, I wonder why. And yeah, <laughs> Calgary's Twitter was the best answering that, was the yeah. best. I understand why you didn't want to come to Canada, Justin. Oh, so good. Yeah. And then the Flames just kept doing that. Like, holy shit, they're just pounding people into the ground right now. Yeah. Um, Mick D snaps a five-game goal draw with the OT winner against the Super Duper Canucks. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Super uh, <laughs> Duper. Uh, with a win... Uh, what do I got here? Win over the Avalanche. Oh, yeah. The Avalanche had 17 consecutive home wins. One behind the wow. Bruins, who they just beat. Uh, and five away from the NHL record set by the Wings, I believe, at 23. Could nice. be 22, but I'm pretty sure it's 23. Nothing so, wow. yeah, they are one of those teams. Um, I think those Boston ones were a little bit earlier. Um in time like the yeah, 80s yeah. and that, when they were the big bad Bruins you know? their original six uh, time or after that I can't remember what the year I think it was after like the original six after time, original six yeah yeah it was like the 80s or 90s Fair. Or something. Yeah, yeah yeah gotcha with the Bobby Orr's yeah oh yeah well that's 80s and 90s ain't Bobby Orr that's like 60s <laughs> 70s that's 60s whatever 70s. i don't know i can't remember what the <laughs> 80s 90s gretzky I, I this is how i categorize it. 80s 80s gretzky islanders 
um uh 90s lemieux for me um and colorado and detroit and mixed with early 2000s and then 2000s is just new jersey colorado detroit yeah that's how i categorize the years and then after like mid 2000s it's crosby ov so yeah i always get so confused i'd have to spend like 19 years looking back at all these oh, like careers of these guys just to get a good grasp on it because like well we didn't I even grow like up watching go... it so we don't even have yeah, nostalgic exactly. footage to watch like my nostalgic footage yeah. is crosby in his rookie year <laughs> like that's how yeah. young i am in comparison <laughs> yeah no doubt man no doubt yeah mine's like watching Dominic Hasek and like Osgood, like the 2000s, yeah, 1990. Yeah, the Colorado uh, Detroit uh, massive rivalry. I yeah, grew bro. up right in that and started. Yeah, crazy. Oh, but, anyways, yeah, off topic. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, uh, you're I done got. with that? That's so all you got for your quick rips. Cool. Uh, you. Let's, uh, let's dive into our in depth analyst. And I think we should throw it right to Jordan because I think he wants to get over this pretty quick. As it's a bit of a depressing time for Capitals fans this yeah. past week. <laughs> um, one thing before you mentioned the game, I just want to throw a stat I noticed in their last 10. I don't know if I said this earlier before or at all. In their last 10, the Capitals are 3 6 and 1. Yeah. Playoff team. <laughs> so, Jordan, um, what game are you talking about? Wow. Which loss are you talking about? And how upset are you and why? The Capitals lost four to one to the Sharks. A yep. game I think everybody had the Capitals pegged to win. Yeah, that's definitely a pick game. <laughs> a shit game. It was a bad game. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The goalie tandem hasn't been working so much. Yeah, I got some news, de- in depth news on that later, but. I agree. Garnet Hathaway <laughs> tried to, to ramp up the team with a fight and he got his ass kicked. <laughs> Who did he fight? I'm not, I don't remember. Okay. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, it just it, it wasn't <laughs> a good one. Like there wasn't anything good to say. Now are we Weimer are we, had a good performance, so yeah. I guess if you're a Sharks fan, there's good news, but are we panicking? Yeah. No, but there there's gonna be a trade. Okay, now now your GM, you're putting yourself in your GM shoes right now. What are you doing? Like, what position? Like, don't necessarily tell me a trade, but like, what position you're like? I'm upgrading this now. To you, probably goalie. Okay, cool. If like, not, how do you goalie, do that with definitely though? defenseman? A yeah, I've been wondering like. How do you do that? How do you upgrade your goaltending with those two goalies of your goalie? Um, like, do you I'll, have to I'll, trade one of them? Or what? I'll, I'll get into that later more, actually. I got a lot of interesting trade news around. Like, just, it's all rumors, so it's, like, take it with yeah, a grain of salt. But there's some, there's some random shit, stuff some, coming. Yeah, there's some good, good stuff. There's some there. pretty good stuff out there coming, so we'll get into Whoa. that. But, Jordan, uh, back to you with the Caps. Um... Is this just a street, like just a shitty time past couple of weeks? Yeah. Like you, that's what I'm thinking. That's you're chalking up to is are you missing? I mean, it's not like this team has been bad. This no, season. we started red hot. Well, Ovi has been like the best player in the league. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he's been. That says enough. Yeah. Um, is there but was there br- was there bright spots 
the past couple nights, even though you, you've been struggling, is there anything that you can say, yeah. at least we got this in, in this going for us? So what's your at least? Martin Feverly. So far this season, Martin Feverly has impressed me every time he's touched mm-hmm. the ice. That's awesome. That's so I... He brings a defensive aspect to our team that no one else does. I think he's like top 15 in the league on hits or something like that. Nice. Yeah, can I piggyback on this, man? Yes. I got some stats for Please you here, bud. For 40 games played, 19-22 per game for uh, ice time. That's pretty so good that's basically for a 20 minutes. Uh, he's got 8.4 hits per 60. So like wow. Jordan said, this guy is <laughs> that's like pretty good. Even though if you compare it to Ryan Reeves, it's not good. Cause he's it's like, like 320 hits on hits. the year <laughs> per game. Yeah, like, uh, no per 60 per 60 so, minutes. Oh, okay. Per, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think he has the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like if you compare oh. him to Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves has like 24 hits per 60. Okay, I thought you were saying per game like for a, a second. Minute. And then my oh, holy no. sh! <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reeves is just no wonder the Rangers yeah. traded for him. Like I would trade for a guy yeah. who got twenty four hits Reeves a game. Like, yeah, Ryan Reeves must get like three, four, five hits every game. But yeah, uh, anyways, Fever, Feverbari, Feverly, whatever you call him, Jesus, <laughs> Martin Feverly, uh, yeah, four point five blocks per sixty. Nice. And that's like that's pretty, pretty damn high. Uh, for a D-man. Compared to, I'll give you some random D-man here. Uh, John Carlson gets three per 60. Yeah, he's not very And he has four and a half per so. 60. Shows. So that's pretty epic. Um, and only one giveaway per 60. Like he's in... He's in wow. the category of giving up absolutely no pucks. Like that's when awesome. you think about it, that's three games he would play and only so four. get one puck. That's awesome. One turnover. The guy I don't see leaving our defense Holy shit. for a while. Yeah. As no. long as he's healthy and stays at this performance, if not better. Or I, and, I, and the Capitals stay at winning performance, obviously. Um, yeah, of course. Um, which he's also a plus 15. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so, that's insane. Um, at least you got him. Is there any other bright spots you'd say? Anything else that you're like, you know what? He's doing also very good, even though maybe even if he's going through Slum. Yeah, I can definitely point out Daniel Sprong. Okay, that's Sprong cool. Up. That's a name because, like, I'm always interested in the depth guys. We always know how the good guys play, and we always keep you in the loop on how they're doing, how amazing balls they all are, right? But, like, it's these young guys, it's these depth guys that are coming in. Like, Daniel Sprong, I like to hear an old penguin, too. I like hearing these guys playing good and having a role on teams yeah. players like Sonny Milano finally getting a role on teams like the Danton Hine in Pittsburgh Sprong in Washington uh who's the one Rowney in Detroit Chase who's your one guy that's just like been so is Rowney right oh he's muted so <laughs> I'll ask him there is it right my bad my thing was all weird no no worries well, accidentally was... closed it and oh no worries no rejoin. worries um we're just talking about like under, like good players, third, fourth liners on our teams that are playing good. Carter Rowney is the Detroit one, hey? Like we're saying, Danton Heinen for Pittsburgh. Uh, Spr- oh, yeah, you could Sprong kind of for say, Washington. I, Do you say, reality, or is it like Nemeskov? Yeah. Yeah, because he usually actually plays. Like his fair. role is our third line. So he does at times play in the top six, but he's mainly our bottom six guy, and he's been okay. pretty damn wonderful. I, I thought he was so. playing second line, honestly. 
with your well, team. Well, he, he has well, with <laughs> He does sometimes, and, so. Yeah, like with injuries and stuff like that, for yeah. sure. Um, but for sure. He is technically supposed to be that guy. But yeah, if there's another guy, geez, like I do like how round, round yeah. is, what Ronnie's yeah. brought to our team. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that's a good review of the Washington game. Uh, I'm going to piggyback right now while we're on the wings and go in depth about my game, the Blackhawks versus Red Wings game. A combined of a 13-goal thriller. Uh, Chicago beats Detroit 8-5. to um, Chase, before I even go in-depth, do you have any just one-liners? Like, just, wow. Oh, man, great. I missed uh, the first missed. period, and that was probably a good idea. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, um, so let's start. Was, uh, they scored, like, all those goals on one side of the rink. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, the first two same periods, way, I think. like the same way too, pretty much. Just wrist shot top corner. <laughs> so. Yeah, there was. Uh... No, I guess like the third period, the first two periods, every goal was scored on one side yeah. of the rink. So like when they switch sides, okay, because it was weird. But yeah, it's insane. Things, but... <laughs> but yeah, um, no. anyways, first period as did not go Detroit and Nedeljkovic's plan, um as they let in four in the first period daniel or uh, dylan strom with two uh kubalik finally getting a goal sam laughter getting his first as a blackhawk and then a very good second period for the wings as they get three right back uh cutting the lead back and then it was just a back and forth game dylan strom getting his first career hat trick he had four multi-goal games before that um but never a hat trick so finally gets his first which is it's nice to see because he's really struggled this past couple of years in Chicago and always talks being traded. So I like to see him actually producing. Um, yeah, no doubt. Debrinkit's still doing fantastic things. Gets his 25th and 26th goal that night. Uh, Hagel, the bagel, Jordan's favorite Blackhawk, comes in, steals. What a suey, what a bad pass. What a pizza by, uh, by Letty. <laughs> For that haggle goal oh my god oh, that well, was like that was novice that was novice well, we hockey had, pass like well we had to give them one because they gave us one they, yeah our true first goal was them just passing it right to robbie fabry so. yeah yeah that's true um but like no it was just oh so bad it was so bad like i letty looked up watched the player skating away his player and then saw that Hagel's right there. I probably won't make this and still tried to make it and got a breakaway. Like it was just one. It was one of the worst NHL outlet passes I've ever seen because it was an accurate pass. Like that's the worst part. Like it was accurate. Just he didn't. How do you don't not see that guy there to intercept it? So talk about disappointing. Like I know lots of minutes for us, Letty, but like you're just not doing much. Like he doesn't care. He's just out having a good time. Seemingly, like I don't. It just doesn't seem like he. He's like uh, look how he played with the Islanders last year. Yeah, exactly. The last few years, like he won a cup already. I don't think he cares. Honestly, I think he knows that there's no cup aspirations, and he's like, you know what? Not anymore. Not really. I guess like what what's gonna happen? Like, well, you guys fell off a cliff, so uh, standings wise, so that didn't help. uh, Probably like you guys still in third, obviously in the wild card, but like are so far behind uh, Boston. It's not even funny. Um, Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, no time man get the fuck down there boys yeah and <laughs> i just i just had to bring up uh this game larkin a uh, couple players want to point out larkin was fantastic uh when he's got the puck now he's a genuine genuine threat that he's never mm-hmm. seen to be before where i was like his goal was amazing everything about his goal was perfect and for his 20th too yeah like he's just having such a good year i'm so so happy he's actually showing that he's a number one center and not just could be a forever two um which is great so i love to see it from detroit pickard came in for nadelkovic he's actually really good i think he should be playing over grace (laughs) Um, he made a couple of real nice saves yeah so and he was like sewered on two goals that he let in or something so well one was the letty pizza so um (laughs) but no just it wasn't a bad game by detroit like your offense is booming cider is looks so annoyed playing with the kaiser um yeah like what (laughs) that is the worst pairing why like there's a couple times in that game where cider looked mad that you guys weren't like competitive more and is it he's already he's a rookie so He's gonna be I, so valuable, to you guys soon. When yeah, you're good. I just, I just can't stand that shit. You guys, yeah, just there. To Kaiser. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Hey. Like holy shit, he didn't even play. Oh no, he did play in the PK. That's all yeah. he can do, man. Yeah. No, exactly. But and let's then not uh, get into that. no, for sure. Let's let's move off Detroit. I just want to throw a couple names about Chicago, and then you can dive into your in-depth game. Um, couple names. Jordan's favorite, Braden Hagel. Um, or Brandon Hagel, sorry. He's awesome. He's such a good two-way player playing up and down the lineup, playing with Kane a bit and Taves a bit. Like, jumps up. Love it. Eight, 18 minutes, man. He yeah, he plays a lot. On the team. Yeah, wow. and uh, Seth Jones offensively. Or is a, forwards. Third. Yeah, yeah, of the forwards he's playing the most, um, third most. But yeah. Um, yeah, I knew what you meant. But Seth Jones, too, offensively on this team is great. <laughs> actually like there's so many moments like where i watch him like wow he really is making some good passes but like and got lots of points like he's scoring like you said at a a last podcast at crazy rate seven i think it was yeah he's something like that but like he's and it's great but this team just is yeah this defense is not good enough chicago you can't you can't go four nothing up and then almost let Detroit come back. The fact you had to score an empty net goal to win that game is kind of embarrassing. So well, it's strange that they set it up like this. Like Jones is, I guess he's a good two way. Uh, yeah, clearly good offensively. Yeah, um, yeah. Cave is definitely more of a two way, not like super super sound shutdown no. D man. Neither like... is the hand. The hand's never. Like neither of those no. two guys have ever been that guy, and they have Eric Gustafson back in the mix now. Like you're rolling like four offensive D men. <laughs> we got Connor yeah. Murphy, probably being your Connor Murphy guy. being like, your one man. defensive guy, and then Caleb Jones Caleb. isn't that? He's a two way as well. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say he's a defensive D man. Like, he was. You know? He's scoring actually. He's getting points when he plays. Like he scored. He had a great pass plus five. Uh, to Debrinket. Yeah, he's he really good actually. Was plus five in that game. Yeah, he's yeah. Caleb. Yeah, yeah, he's he was minutes. amazing in that game. <laughs> he he made a one. Do you remember Debrinket's first goal? I don't know if you saw it. It was a one-two. It was Caleb I, Jones was the other one too with Debrinket. 
yeah yeah so yeah he, he was he was really good so um what a fun game to watch though even oh. though they're two teams out of the playoffs good now game. that we are talking about these blackhawks what i said originally last podcast about the blackhawks was actually true they're literally they said we're keeping Hayes, Kane, and flipping Jones. And after that, everybody is up for They're flipping Jones? the conversation. No, all three of those guys are staying. Oh, sorry. sorry like I thought Kane, you said Kane, that they're gonna yeah, they're gonna keep gonna... Kane and Taze and then flip Jones, I thought you said. Oh, oh no, no. I was all like, three what? Those guys, those are, <laughs> just got them. Those are, the, oh. those are the three guys they're keeping. So like Meow okay. Cat and all these guys are all in the conversation. So they could technically get traded if Why? somebody obviously offers out the ass for them. But yeah, Why? they're Okay, that makes zero so sense. Cat. Why? Like, no, wrong. Wrong. No shit, man. Wrong. Unless you're giving me like all of King Midas's gold. If you're selling, you sell Taves and Kane. <laughs> or what? Well, I understand maybe not them, but you sell others before a Meow Meow Cat. Like he's the yeah. last guy, like, last forward. I, yeah. Get Kubelik. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah, they'll the move on from Kubelik. <laughs> Honestly, he's having a bad season. He'll probably just come on free. Like free agent yeah, man. walk we'll get to him you like guys for like a pay cut or something this year. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit like that you guys always do. Yeah, you're yeah, Nadelkovich and your pre-suitor signings. Fabry. Yeah. Our next Robbie Fabry. Trade you a fifth round pick. <laughs> Stupid Eiserman and his fat bong rips. Um yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyways, Chase. Who smokes weed? Anyways, <laughs> anyways oh, Chase, wait, do you want to jump into your in-depth game? indubitably i'm gonna hit it with the bruins and avalanche because why not talk about two super hot teams and the game's just super good um bad news in a sense though uh real good game hard fought and then uh (laughs) what happened oh yeah hall drops into weirdly for the first time in his life lower the boom on somebody and uh that somebody absolutely rocked (laughs) just rocked him but the problem is is for some reason mckinnon skate or stick was in the air and that hit him in the face and he's laying on the ice bloody and doesn't return um and because of that well obviously everybody's pissed the second period halfway through the game just starts getting mad penalties these guys take penalties getting mad at hall and whatnot so the the Bruins get like two goals because of that stupidity quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Only one of them being a power play goal uh, by Coyle getting his tenth in well. Um So cooler heads prevail seemingly in the third in the intermission because they I don't know like was it a strategy where they like fuck this we're gonna beat the shit out of these guys and whatever whatever <laughs> happened in this period will come back in the third and try to win this I, game and i have no idea just literally like, did. just like, did it <laughs> just, just actually did um yeah just well is it bedard who's that coach oh ben, ben or, yeah bednar bednard bednard yeah yeah he was just ripping just bedard. calling up the mad <laughs> plays and just got everybody huddled in they're just really true like 
just so intense trying to figure out how to how to score a goal or whatever yeah, what he, whatever he was trying to get across and yeah Landeskog just finishes it off like from just a ridiculous country <laughs> pass like McKinnon worthy country pass like, yeah man Kodri, um, okay like that's yeah. we're Ties gonna this offseason we're gonna have some serious conversations about what Nazem Kadri's contract is gonna look like we're gonna have to yeah, because okay. if he legit gets a hundred points this year he might have yeah. to get eight, nine mil. He, he might have to leave. He will leave. Like, he's not getting that in Colorado, but like he might actually get like eight years at seven or, or like yeah. something like crazy cool. or yeah. s- seven years at eight. Like if he well, actually gets a hundred points. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he was basically the reason they won this game is he got the secondary yeah. assist on the first goal in the third got this the primary assist on the landis goal to tie it up and then got the primary assist on makar's game winner which was a nice super good screen yeah. Allmark didn't see it um one thing i'd like to say about the bees is Allmark was just awesome he looks he looks great all of a sudden. Yeah, he's start he's finally finding okay. his footing. Like we talked yeah, about think, this couple of weeks yeah. ago. Like he's starting mm-hmm. to get there. It's not completely there, but he's there and like he's sign- finally yeah, I, I was kind of a boot in his ass. <laughs> yeah, I think we've finally going. seen him play his best yeah. since uh Buffalo. So That's it's helped that the East yeah. sucks behind Boston because they have a they had a lot of breathe they have tons and tons of breathing room to test yeah. stuff out even though they're like a question mark team like jordan like you've gone in depth this this year about how they're about to fall off and how you the tra- trajectory of their team and the, we've all kind of been on that boat so it's just interesting that they got so much they got like a big cliff coming up but they got a lot of breathing room before it hits apparently so yeah, they're definitely a fly. Like I've said before, they're fly this year. It's a this is a fine year. It's just how the next off season goes and stuff that is yeah. really oh, absolutely. Like the trajectory of this I team. Still... There's also the Islanders that are in the in the hunt. They're only team that's gonna be able to pick up their socks and actually get themselves back into the hunt, especially with like yeah. having like the least amount of games played, I think still. Yeah, tied pretty with. much. Uh, so they, them, them and Ottawa in like, the well, East have the least. Yeah, you know. I guess Ottawa. In all reality, yeah, they're just they're just nothing um, when it um, comes to games. Hey, like yeah, I want to. Yeah, it, the Islanders are right legit the next best team behind Boston for sure. Um, with point uh, five fourteen points percentage, and they're fifteen and fourteen and six. So it's not great. Yeah, they but... do have thirty five games. They have the least in the league of the Islanders, and then yeah, Ottawa next with thirty six. Um and Ottawa had a four hundred winning percentage. Yeah. I guess that's not that's not like what I was saying with Seattle. Like Seattle's so fucked. Like they're at yeah, a three fifty seven. You know, like that's that's they're not done. good. Arizona's yeah. at a two ninety three. Like you're so done. Sure. Um, Montreal's at a two eighty. So yeah, I guess it's possible for Ottawa to come back. But with that Batherson inter- injury, I don't think anymore. To, like, I and like I know I heard White might come back soon though. I thought that'd be I heard cool. about that. That'd be cool if he could actually play some hockey. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't. There's a lot of. I think the East is set. I think it's pretty done. It's been done for. I think. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I feel. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I've even. It was a lot closer. Twenty five games in, because like 
Islanders had such a shit start. And yeah, we realistically we get back in after the first month to two months. We probably could have predicted what we're seeing uh, in the East for sure. Um, yeah, I, so. I would say we did. Would we yep. not? Yeah. Like I don't know. Did you guys after the fucking first ten, Dude. fifteen games think that? After Philly and and the Islanders struggled, I was definitely pretty clear on the East. Like, yeah, yeah at first exactly. it was a division of death that we thought it turned out to be the most comfortable division in the NHL. Like, yeah, okay. frankly, yeah. like the, the Metro's still not awesome. Obviously, there's still four teams in there, like fighting away, mm-hmm. but still, no, it's. But yeah, no, super good, good game. Super man. good. That was. Fucking awesome. Love seeing sure. games like that just coming back. Awesome. Like, God, Colorado does this all the time. Like, when I said that 13 games uh, that St. Louis has been able to come back from down by one or whatever. Or yeah. Lead, like, I bet Colorado's right there. Like, they're, they got to be at least at that. I've seen them myself clearly come back from like right. two, three goals. Like, almost four times I've watched the last four times I've watched them. Like, it's, it's madness, man. Yeah, Love they're so good, man. Like, they're. They are the most dynamic team I've ever seen in history. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they're all, they all, like, there's five that look like McDavid sometimes out there. Like, five different players and at certain oh, no. moments can, like, Caudry can, McKinnon can, McCarr can, Rantanen can, fucking Landis Cog can. Like, you know, so it's just awesome. I love that team. Um, let's, uh, mm-hmm. Let's segue out of some of the games we watch and some of the news we got around the league. Uh, some of we already got through. Uh, I'm going to start it off with Pittsburgh because I'd like to just get it over with early and just see what you guys think mainly as well. Uh, let's start with the obvious. So Penn signing Jeff Carter to an extension, a two-year $6.2 million, $6.25 million extension. That's a 3.125 AAV. Uh kicks in yeah. and started next year uh jeff carter by the way is or i'm just pulling up his age is 37 so he will be 39 40 ish when this contract's done making three million nice um nice. with nice little payday to end his career uh yeah, I don't think t- at all well here's his Definitely points for this wicked yeah here's his points for this year and then i'll tell you his points in pittsburgh so 30 in 36 games this year he has 26 points as a 37 year old last year in 14 games he had 11 points and nine goals he has already scored in a short 50 games 21 goals as a penguin so he is scoring at almost a half at a half a goal a game Yeah, yeah. which is insane so um just a third liner technically for just a third liner is all that um we have center depth up the ass for the next th- two years. As long as Malkin comes back, I'm so happy. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a great signing. Um, I think Zucker needs to go for sure to keep a good team with a $3 million Carter. So I, I'm definitely leaning on him to go more well, yeah you might have to give old uh zach aston reese or rodriguez or somebody a little rodriguez bit i don't making, you know? i don't i don't know well aston reese will a lot but... aston reese should probably get about two mil something ish two to two and a half for a couple of years hopefully 
Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. I really don't think you guys should worry too too much. I feel like no, oh, I'm not too worried. Under Crosby, well, that's what save here. a little bit here and there. And I guess, like you said, if you can get at least rid of Zucker, yeah, I think you can sign Rust and Kaepernick and all these. Well, guys. here's uh, I'm just saying, it's, uh, into... it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but uh, a lot to do. we do have some news on the Malkin and Latang contracts, though. A little bit. Um, they came out and talked about a tiny bit. Malkin came out and said uh, he is currently at a 9.5 million AAV. Uh, he is willing to take a pay cut from that, obviously. I mean, I would hope yeah, I would so. Hope. Uh, what that is going to look like, I'm hoping it's – I'm, I'm really praying it starts with a 6 or something, but I don't think it will. I think it'll yeah, start it'll with a, a 7, seven or an 8. Um, I think it'll be an 8. And maybe eight flat or like seven and a half. Um, something It'd be like cool that. If he took a seven for like four years or something. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be great. Nice. That would be great. Um, and then Latang is looking Ooh. for a pay raise actually from 7.25. Um, and it's hard to not say he doesn't deserve it because we're so, so much better of a hockey team with him in it. Um, and we're going to keep him obviously. But that's a lot of money. That means he wants around seven and a half, eight million dollars as a D man at thirty four. Um, well, talk so, about a guy when he's healthy. He doesn't seem to ever show signs of slowing down. No, so. he doesn't. It's just but, the, but it's the age. The management should be able to put some mad leverage on the fact that these I guys so. are injured all the time. And if they really do want to stay, we're paying. Do you want to stay here forever and win a cup? Like, yeah. We know you're gonna get hurt again. Like, well, and don't like, even, don't even pretend. Why? Why are we even kidding ourselves? Like, with the conversation's gonna start with, you want to stay here. We want you to stay here. That should yeah, that mm-hmm. should be a conversation with both of them because you've always been a penguin. We want you to retire a penguin. We've came out in the press and said it. Even when you're, yeah. our, we fired our old. Well, we didn't fire him. He resigned technically, but like he, For our old GM way. left because he almost traded you. Take the money we're going to give you. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play hockey and you're in your mid-30s. Like, I just take it and stay at the team you want and go. But uh, that's all I got in Pittsburgh. I just wanted to bring those up because noteworthy. Um, and do you guys have anything to add on Pittsburgh and Latang and Malkin? Jordan? No, I mean, just get it done right <laughs> yes exactly i think malkin will be a cakewalk i let's hang i'm starting to I'm not sweating already but like it's it might not be as easy as i thought it was at first uh moving on to a couple canadian teams here we have uh the vancouver canucks have hired their gm as patrick alvin he is the former assistant gm in pittsburgh uh rutherford adores this man he is taking him everywhere he's gone since Patrick Alvin and him met in like 2014, I want to say, as a scout, Patrick Alvin. So this was a no-brainer to me that Rutherford was picking him. Uh, if he wanted it, he had the job. So what do you guys think of Patrick Alvin signing as the GM in Vancouver? I think it's a <laughs> say again, Jordan? I think it's a decent deal. Yeah, Um it was really good in Pittsburgh. He rose up the ranks pretty quick and learned a lot. And like I said, him and Rutherford are boys. Like, yeah, made the most sense to me that this was going to happen. Um, 
while on the Vancouver news as well, it's sounding like Rutherford made it known to a lot of teams that he's very open to making moves uh, in the future. Like he's not yeah, saying yeah. he's not saying no right now at all. Um, he's just taking a little time to assess, but I'm hearing a lot of people are just straight up calling them and saying about Miller, PJ Miller. Yeah. yeah they're just uh, that, like, if I, know, there's... I know you probably don't want to do this, but it seems like the Rangers, like everybody's like, yeah. man, no, it's, that's what's happening. Uh, anytime the media throws out a rumor of JT um, Miller being traded, I, uh, what's his name used to get a call by at least a couple teams. Um, Benning and he said it would make his head spin (laughs) because it would (laughs) piss him off he's like no I'm not trading him I've said this last week I'm not trading him I'm not gonna lie though like it's it's really like their team's super young like why in all reality to grow and make sure your team's gonna be like for surely solid in the next three to four years and make sure you have actual cup, cup aaspirations with these guys being a little bit older yeah, like it, it's not a terrible idea because if you keep him, no. he's going to be like thirty-two or thirty-three, and maybe he's not the same guy. And yeah, I know, no, you I don't need him to be the same guy, but maybe you have him on a big contract, and that ruins other things. Like maybe it is the thing to get to do with, honestly. But I'm not opposed I, to I think it they for Vancouver pretty quickly. Like, oh yeah, I don't think it'd take forever for them to rebound off of losing Miller. Yeah, the, the the biggest difference for me for me with Vancouver is I think we just got to wait until the the deadline officially because Vancouver is still in the hunt. Hell yeah, man! No, like no. they're That'd right so there. Cool if they came back. Fuck. What if they made it? Like they're that. they're seven points out of a playoff spot, and yeah. I know they're like a ton of teams ahead of or ahead of them, but like it's not that bad. It's all just only like four wins man yeah more than the other yeah. guys yeah and exactly so that pacific like i said that uh, pacific's wild actually, right now i'll be i'll be giving you guys the next future watches on my schedule on february so i'll give you guys a sick deep dive into how this is rolling out i've looked Perfect. pretty decent so far and yeah there's a lot of catching up that can be done that's for sure and i don't, I don't know it'll be interesting to see if the old canucks can do or if yeah. they can get back to the Boudreaux, they kind of started the first 10 yeah they're, they're playing okay. okay right now right now i'd but, say above average anyways yeah for sure just moving uh do you guys have anything else on vancouver because i'm moving off them no no okay moving on to the montreal canadians um just a couple of a uh, bit of news on ben Sherratt, as there's three teams listed to be the most interested right now those three teams are the Calgary Flames, St. Louis Blues, and the Florida Panthers. Uh, really would like Ben Sherratt. And don't uh, leave out the Leafs of your list for Sherratt, apparently. They're, they've always been interested in him mm-hmm. and almost signed him when he signed as a free agent in Montreal. And he's from <laughs> from Hamilton. So um, just uh, uh, keep them in mind that they I like might... Him. I like old Chirac going to the Panthers. I kind of feel like yeah. that's a good fit. Like I know I don't mind the Leafs picking them up if they're gonna go for a D man. Like I like Jake Muzzin insurance, um, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what he would be in case he gets hurt, right? So I wouldn't hate that either. But yeah, Panthers. I think they're gonna get like two or three big, big guys to help them with the playoff run. Honestly, 
Does anybody know what's up with uh, New Tavara, Marcus New Tavara? Because no. he would be the guy that um, Sherratt or whoever they bring in. He would yeah, replace. replace. I know he got hurt at the start he's of right the year. Right-handed is the sh- New Tavares yeah. left. Are you sure? He's only yeah, yeah. And from what I know, uh, no recent news. Okay, I don't even have any news on this guy. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Where he is. No, they could definitely stack up, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Nunavar. I haven't seen him play all year, like, so... Um, But moving off of Montreal, do you guys have anything you want to add well in there? That's all I had. Good luck. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Interested to see who they all end up moving. Yeah. Who um, actually ends up saying, yeah. I ben Sherratt should be the first else. name. Ben Sherratt should well, be the first name good. out, and that'll that'll be Kent Hughes' first move, and then we'll see. Um, uh, moving, yeah, like getting closer to the deadline, like maybe guys we don't expect, like a Gallagher yeah, yeah, or a Petrie sure. or somebody, or some of these guys. Are like, yeah, I do, I do want to move on, or Toffoli. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Just uh, interested no, if Edmondson, like, oh yeah, they have lots of guys, and I'm. We don't know. He's assessing, right? And that's exactly. the thing. Their yeah, new no. new GMs come in. That's all they say. That's their first line. We're gonna assess things and then wait and see. Well, um, lots until the deadlines. Yeah, for sure. Moving on. This is kind of a bit of a two parter here, uh, with the Edmonton Oiler. I guess three parter. Edmonton Oilers, Washington Capitals, and Chicago Blackhawks. As this is what I was kind of bringing up earlier with the goaltending, uh, the. Capitals are interested in acquiring Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, you hear that and you're like, why would you want to do that? We have Vanacek, you got Samsonov. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I, I, can't, I still can't see it happening. Yeah, no kidding, hey? <laughs> just who's, who's Chicago's new GM? I don't even know who the GM is after. It's just our, our – no, I guess Washington's. Who's Washington's? We're just sitting there like, oh, this guy's got some good ideas. <laughs> that might uh, – McLennan, that's who it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, so here's here's the trade and in how it would potentially go is uh, Flurry would go to Washington and then Washington would trade Vanacek to Edmonton. Um for a wow, like a three-way trade yeah like maybe not like in the same like it won't might not be in okay, the same trade but like that would be the pattern is mm. what's rumored because edmonton want vanacek washington want to upgrade their goaltending like jordan just said capitals are interested in getting rid of flurry for a cup run if he wants to leave like they want assets obviously for him <laughs> so uh, it's just something to keep an eye on do i genuinely think washington will go out and get a seven million dollar goalie rather than a seven hundred and fifty K goalie for a playoff run. I don't think so. I think Samsonov is gonna stabilize and be fine, personally, but Yeah, one of those guys. One of them would at least like, if you keep both. So yeah, just just kinda wanted to Yeah, it's a lot to pay up, like 'cause it's a lot. need them to retain probably retain uh, at least know, half. Like, they're gonna have to pay a little bit extra for all this crap. Yeah, exactly. And if you get into a bidding war, they're not winning. Cap you know, space is. What I'm getting at. I don't think Washington has the abundance of cap space. They have two million right now, and that's it. Like someone big name money wise has to go. Which whether it's a Justin Schultz that goes early, um, whatever the case is. But no, just that uh, bring up that 
that is on the as an option and an interest between a couple teams out there. Moving on to the St. Louis Blues here. Uh, let's talk about their goaltending situation. Uh, I heard this on another podcast and didn't even Huso? think about it. Billy Huso and Jordan Bennington um, and their stats. Now, I have a stat for you, boys. Since Jordan Bennington has won the Stanley Cup with St. Louis Blues, what is his playoff record? You mean his regular season record? Or? No, playoff record. So playoff oh, games. Playoff. So after the Stanley Cup win, from that point to now, what is his playoff record, do you think? Probably like, like, a, like a couple in, of wins. Probably a lot. In like, like, like three eight losses, I would think, because they've only – I think they lost out like – First or second round so, both years, didn't they? Okay, so yeah, you think yeah, so second you think like six or some losses and how many wins do you think, Chase, did you say? Like probably like two, maybe. He know. is 0 and nine. Whoa. In in playoff games since winning the Stanley Cup. He has not won mm-hmm. a Stanley Cup game and those and you think, oh, That's but they critic. wanna they won a round. Well, the play in series one doesn't count technically against that stat. And two, when they won games against Vancouver, he wasn't in that. Um, so that's the start of it. Now let's get into this season and I'm going to bring up both of Billy Huso and Jordan Bennington's stats. Now Jordan Bennington has played in 23 games. Uh, I'll just have to pull out. I don't know how many wins he has, so I'm gonna have to pull that out on uh, NHL.com, but quick. So, uh, but anyway, so I have his stats here. He has a goals against average of a 3.275 and save percentage of a point. 901 Bennington. Not great. Not great for your starting goaltending. Vili Husso this year in 13 games, so seven less, has a 1.88 goals against and a 0.943 save percentage. Yeah, dog. I told you. Shouldn't be worried about Husso. Yeah. Dreams, dog. Yeah, which is crazy because he was awful last year. Yeah, because he was awful last year, Husso. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up is uh, because there's there's an issue here. Villahuso's contract is up this year, and he's a UFA. Now, if Villahuso rides, if you ride Villahuso to the playoffs and win a playoff round two, three, maybe even the cup or whatever, whatever the case is, what do you do with that goaltending situation? Uh, he'd be forced to give him like two mil probably and for one year and hope that he takes it. <laughs> yeah, do you trade really Benner? The hell out of that. Do you trade Bennington? Because there's a team that would take $6 million for a 28-year-old goalie who won a Stanley Cup. Edmonton would take that. I think. Honest, I, like, Bennington's uh, not a bad goalie. I'm not trying to pinpoint like Bennington shouldn't be in the NHL. He's not playing good as of late at all. Um, I would want a goalie back. Like, I'd want a good goalie back. No, absolutely, absolutely. trading Bennington for picks or prospect or something like that. Well, I'd what if you signed a goalie? NHL what if, goalie. What if you signed one? Let's say offseason, you trade Bennington for a second-round pick and a prospect, let's say hypothetically, and then you sign a Marc-Andre Fleury because his first name that I can think of is free agent. Yeah, yeah. Right, like you could do that too. Yeah, if I signed um, a flurry, I'd feel a lot better about. Trading yeah, yeah, exactly. Him, that's for sure. But like that's it's just a question we had because Billy Husso's twenty six. Um, he's just killing it right now. 
just oh, yeah, topic to bring up, right? Like uh, something to keep an eye on for everyone as well. Um, fucking love and, Billy Huso. I know. Sweet. Yeah, I love it. Love to see it. And they, and by the way, too, St. Louis plays like I've watched them play with the two. Lately, they played like so much better in front of Huso. Like they look like a better team in front of him right now which is i don't know why that happens with some goalies but it's it's weird but it just happens um that's just hockey just hockey nutshell for For sure uh do you guys have anything else on the blues uh do you have do you have 25 to three hours (laughs) no no 25 to three hours yeah no no more on the blues okay let's move on to the sad man flyers um just a couple more news on them. Let's take, let's say some good news for them. Uh, Keith Yandel broke the Ironman record, uh, and Jordan. I forgot to throw that in when Jordan was doing his quick rips. Nine hundred sixty-five consecutive games. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, which is, I think, nearly fourteen years. Of yeah, hockey. Like, that's awesome. That's that's un- insane. Like, and unfathomable. That's what that is to me. It's I can't imagine, especially with the last two years of COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah. I cannot imagine not having missed a single game for any reason. Want to know something crazy as well that could happen? In a year or two, Phil Kessel could break his record. (laughs) Yeah, Phil Kessel is very close with nine hundred and forty something right now. I think it's 41 or 42 because he just played the other night. So, um, yeah, proving that slow and steady wins the wins race. Wins the race. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Hot dogs are a good, healthy solution for your diet. Um, <laughs> as Phil Castle's proving right now. Um, but let's get to the doom and gloom of Philly, which seems to be everything there other than Keith Yandel breaking this record. Um, they Chuck Fletcher came out and said the Flyers are having massive discussions on direction on what they want to do weird. and huh. that yeah, well, well, yeah weird thing eh um, <laughs> that Fletcher said the Flyers are looking to aggressively retool um, and that everything mm. is on the table for the deadline he didn't name one player Probably Carter Hart. Yeah. But other than that, he didn't name one player. So everyone's on the table at the deadline yeah. to, to be I offered. Think so. so, like with the pieces they have, and after yep. trading like Voracek, who's clearly like a super good playmaker. Yeah. Um, which they need. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, everybody's on the table for me as well. Yeah, like I agree. Nobody's been impressive. Couturier no. can definitely go somewhere else. Like it, 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 if you can get like a haul for him, and, if you yeah, can get a haul for a couple of those guys, like I love Couturier. I think he's a brilliant player. Too injured. I'll put it this way with Provorov. Like it's fine to get rid of him because like he's not good enough to be a number one defenseman on, on in, like to be yeah. the number one. He's number a one number two. He's a he's number. Guy, he's so, a like, number two, number three D man. Like he's he's a very good top four D man. He's just not a number one. And I think they jumped the gun thinking he was. He did say retool, so that means they're going to probably try to squeeze all these guys in and yep. do some more Voracek trades and see if it pans yep. out or something. Like, probably. Probably get some extra prospects or maybe go trade for a Or like take, a, take this year, yeah. this year, maybe next year off and then start. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not sure what it entails, but 
You said retool, yeah. not rebuild. Yeah, so. he said aggressive retool. So, exactly. Yeah. He's, gonna, he's got a lot of prospects and a lot of guys that have value. So, he should be able to pull something somewhat decent off if he wants to, like, like you said, probably take more of a year off next year. Yeah. But well, you can um, get if, this turned around fairly quick. You don't. Personally, I you, the direction I think the Flyers should go is uh, clean house. Um, everything i'm talking management yeah. i'm talking coach <laughs> yeah i'm talking i'm talking players yeah. that you just need to get value back for now cough cough Giroux. um like just make the simple trades now in the off season get rid of everyone fletcher done because this what he's done like i'm i'm not saying to like never give him another chance again blah 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 but like you can't let him make another bad move because if he does, he might screw your team up for an extra three years. Um, yeah. I think you well, got to let him go. Ryan Ellis move has proved not very good. He's only it's, played like less than ten games. This and season. look, that looked like a yeah, looked like a good trade. I don't want to be hard on Fletcher too bad because like I understand like it seemed like good moves, but like the worst time to make his trade is when you're panicking for your job. Yeah, exactly. Shirelli got fired. Yeah the day after he signed Koskin into that deal. He didn't need to sign it, but he panicked. Like, that's my biggest fear for Philly fans is Fletcher might panic, make a bad move, get another Ryan Ellis who's stuck on your team for another three years, $6 million cap hit, and doesn't play because he's injured. So, yeah, I don't know what the Flyers are going to do. I think, like I said, every, like, he said, and like we said, everything's on the table. So, yep. Uh, moving on, I just got two more teams to talk about, two more little things. And uh, if you guys have anything, just jump in right after. Uh, I'm going to start with Arizona and talk that they're in advanced talks to share a 5,000 seat ar- arena with Arizona State for three years. Now, this is bad <laughs> to yeah, start their their deal with tempe didn't go very well it's not going well because tempe doesn't trust they'll pay their bills temp so what i heard was that tempe basically their board of the city said we want franchises here we want sports franchises here the coyotes called them like hey we're a sports franchise come, like let's come to tempe and they're like oh not you <laughs> and they're so desperate for sports franchises, they asked for them, and they turned away an actual NHL team because they're unsure about they can pay their bills on time. Which, well, obviously, I, I get. I get the skepticism. Arizona is a gamble. It's obviously not going good with the rink in uh, Glendale. Like, for <laughs> So, yeah, no, I this is just bad. And the fact that if they do sign a three-year deal where it's 5,000 seats, like, I mean, they usually probably maybe sell that many tickets anyways, but you can't have the option of only 5,000 seats. That's unfeasible to work money-wise for the NHL, and I don't usually like to bring up the money side of it because money's not the everything, but, like, that's a lot. That's a big difference of seating from 5,000 or down to 5,000. And an NHL yeah, right really is and especially in terms of money and this could be a this could screw a lot of teams like your torontos your tampa bays your or pittsburgh honestly like your cap teams they're up to the cap and 
can't really spend much more, this might screw them because the cap might not get raised for a couple of years if Arizona's income is so low for what they're getting. Um, no doubt. Like it's already like was supposed to go up by a million next year, and they're already saying it's probably not happening. Yep, already questioning because exactly. well, because Canada is uh, no fans like that; they can't afford mm-hmm. it to go up. Which, and this doesn't help. It this basically is another Canadian team right now, which without the fan base, <laughs> like it's just i don't know i i i got nothing but good things to say nothing but bad things to say about arizona right now i want them to have a franchise a successful one but jesus this is getting cool. bad yeah no doubt i'll flip the script though uh get into some something else like uh drew doughty he's playing in his 1000th game versus the islanders today so i guess nice. when you're listening That's to awesome. this he would have played in his one number one thousand perfect so congrats to doughty thousand games get the silver stick baby yeah that's wicked it's dope love it not surprised no one bit uh moving forward i just got one other team to talk about small thing uh minnesota wild they matched their franchise record for most goals in a single game against canadians with eight goals in their 8-2 win and uh connor dewar also scored his first nhl goal in that game so Cool, uh, cool little Minnesota fact there for you boys, for all you mini- Minnesota fans. Minnesota, um, yeah. Minnesota. Uh, got one more free agent signing. Old Nick Holden, the old Sands signs a no signs way. a two year deal with the boys. One point seven AAV is that what I'm seeing? Nice. Or am I nice. wrong here? One point three. I'm like just just unconfirmed. happened. Ooh, unconfirmed. Oh, unconfirmed. Wow, so this just just happened. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Nick Holden signs extension to what? We have no idea. But somewhere in between one and two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, uh, that's everything for news I got around the league. Is there any other stuff you guys want to bring up before we? get into our first segment our first uh i don't think all-star our final one no cool let's let's jump into our all-star game uh segment and let's finish it off with a bit of the metro the old metro hey good old metro baby okay well we can start in penguin land if you really really feel like start start wherever you feel like well, we got obvious choices in Pittsburgh land. Yes, we got we do. there, buddy. So, a lot yeah. of names. Can I a list like? Well, if I pick this team, I'd pick a lot more names than I should. But <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, Gansel. Yep. Got him in there, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And I got Crosby in there, and Mister Latang. And yep. honestly. Oh, I'm gonna, might, might shock you here, boys, but I got Rusty in there, boys. He's in my starting lineup. So I, I would make, I agree. I Yeah, I don't disagree, but I would maybe has, swap him for Rodriguez just because of the recency bias. Yeah, that's it. But other than that, I, I agree. Like, that, no, like, Rust is 
better. Yeah, the last, he's obviously like, better. Eighty game. He's good. Been good yeah, like, oh, yeah. for games since the last All Star break or well, something. Well, that line <laughs> you listed their epic. you listed their line like it's insane. Yeah. So yeah. did you uh, just like uh, just like the uh, like a Colorado yeah. like they did with them and shit. Like how do you did, did you pick Jari you too? Them? Did you say? Um. I have Jari as my oh yeah extra? he's my extra sorry extra, extra goalie, goalie. Yeah. I don't have him as my actual goalie yeah that's fair which is kind of I would have not... him as my backup but it's all fair because I went pretty recency biased I'll pay I'll... let's go to the goaltending like who's yeah. your starting goalie here like uh, I... I went with Freddie like I... <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> I I ummed an odd I picked I. It should be a Shesterkin. He probably did better last. I year so here Andy. So I'm gonna I'll go give with you, It's gotta be Shesterkin. Yeah, I, I it should be Shesterkin. I'm picking Jari, um, because I had too many Rangers otherwise. If I pick Shesterkin, so I picked Jari because he was more eventful. Having they didn't have Crosby and Malkin, and he was mm-hmm. like lights out for like two weeks. He didn't let it. He let in like five goals in like two weeks. So like. A little bit of recency and, and obviously team bias a bit, but yeah, no, it should be Shishjerkin, but I didn't want to put like half the team as Rangers. Yeah, no doubt, man. No so, doubt. So I didn't. <laughs> that's literally no, it. I mean, that's it. I don't think that's 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 too unfair because I also went Jari. Yeah. See, and like that's I've been really okay, impressed cool. with them. That's actually like you said with with having to to struggle without Crosby for a while and obviously and Malkin. Malkin yeah, longer. yeah, exactly. And Gensel and Rust rode for times. Like we have been so depleted and everyone wrote us out and wrote Jari off. Like that was yeah. a big part and too. I'm like really impressed, so he's I gave him the nod as well. So okay. Cool. I don't feel like as much of a stupid fan. Uh <laughs> yeah, no, definitely the best goalies. I like Freddie too, by the way. Uh, um yeah. Freddie's up there. It's just like he was he lost his job to Campbell the Leafs last year, so I take that into account because Caroline's so good. Yeah, no, as a portion, I had him as my backup, but now that I really he's right there. Exactly. Jari's Jari. I'll put Jari in my starting lineup. I know, yeah, no, what the consistency over the year, yeah, like, even into last year, like he may not have done good in the playoffs, Jari was, but this was more regular, regular season, season anywhere, so. right? So yeah, and they were the number one team in the Metro Pittsburgh last year. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so. No, for sure, I think that's. I think you can pick any of the three, and I think you're good, honestly. Yeah, but either way, Penn's got five guys in, in this flipping That's thing. That's insane. Uh, Gensel, 91 points, 83 games since the last All-Star break. Crosby, wow. 88. Wait, how many, go- how many goals games. does Gensel have in, the, in that Gensel has 41. Yeah, he's... 41. He's, yeah. He's That's a 40 so... goal scorer in the NHL. He's already done it before, like, and he's proving that he still is, like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, guy Latang, so much. 79 points in 84 games, uh, plus 39. That's like, insane. That's like Norris level. Yeah, man. Like, uh, based on that, he should minutes. be he should be a name we should have mm-hmm. thrown in. Like, mm-hmm. um, Rusty did miss some games, but 67 games, 62 points. I just, when I watch him now, he just looks like a beast out there. He's kind of like the Landis Gog for me when it comes to. Like the comparison, I have to put him in because I I put yeah. in like Landeskog. I feel like those guys are like without him, like that line's not that great. I don't impact think. wise and what they do, yeah, for sure. Like definitely not as big as and strong and net front like like Landy is, but 
No, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Rust is important. He pisses me off more than anyone on that line, but the other two names oh, are yeah. Crosby and Gensel. Somebody's so got to make him mad, right? Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's usually nothing. It's usually like he had a bad game, and I'm like, you sucked. I don't want to sign you. And then I'm like, ah, I'm an idiot. He's awesome. He's the best. <laughs> I love Rust. So. But yeah, sorry. Continue. What do you got for the next team? Uh, let's move. Talked about the Rangers already a little bit, so we'll bring them up. Yeah. Uh, Shesterkin, obviously, the goalie here. Yeah, I got Foxy Cleopatra. He's <laughs> just unbelievable, that guy. Uh, hey. Foxy Cleopatra. Austin Powers <laughs> 3 reference. I love that so much. It's all right. Yeah. Continue. That is the best. I'm, I'm not. I'm not I calling him not, anything else. I'm not calling him anything else. Ever since you say it once, you just never think of anything yeah, else. Yeah, Foxy it's Cleopatra it's, is his name from now on. It's, it's almost is, a bad thing. That is because like now it's like what else do you? That think? is probably um, like anyways. the best compliment ever to be named after Beyonce. especially after especially for being a pasty white american boy yeah yeah i did see him smile the last game i watched him so that's good good stuff going on to him uh took a win though uh plus 31 this guy he is two points away from a point per game in 90 games he's got 88 uh points that's 77 assists 77 assists in 90 games. Yeah, he's slowly uh, becoming now, the best, top two at least, best offensive defenseman in the NHL. Oh, actually, like, since, it's, since I have the stats, I'll give you something. Yeah, uh, give me some crazy like, stats about some Foxy Cleopatra. Foxy okay, Cleopatra. So 43, <laughs> 43 games, he's got 24 minutes, uh, almost 25. Three minutes, a little bit over on the power play. Two minutes on the PK. Um, his goals four percentage on ice on five on five. It's fifty seven percent, which oh. is definitely pretty high. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. I'll give you a comparison to Makar. Makar is eighth in the league with sixty four percent on ice goals four percentage. Wow. So that's. <laughs> That's, That's not too nuts. far behind, honestly. No, not um, that much. And Devin Tays is the best with 72. Or the second best behind Justin Falk with 72. Which That's is insane. just weird. That's great. Um, anyways. But, yeah, back uh, from the Rangers. New York Rangers. Uh, let's go to the forwards. The bread man, obviously. And I don't think you could take them off either of them. Zai Benajab and Christopher Kreider. Absolutely. Yeah. Mr. Christie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's got well, even in the last since the last All Star cry, he's got forty seven goals in eighty five games. <laughs> wow. He's almost he's wow. almost at a fifty game place, fifty goal pace here. Uh, that here. is insane. Like he's <laughs> actually on a forty goal pace in eighty two games in the past. Like mm-hmm. wow, that's yeah. Take 50, that, Jordan. Fifty actually right there, right now. <laughs> I bet right now he is. Uh, I think he's got thirty goals right now, and we've only played like forty games, so he's like on pace for like sixty this year, technically, or something stupid. Is he already at thirty goals? Yeah, he's got. 30 yeah, he does. Wow. So you double. He's literally like on pace for just under sixty goals. Did he just um, score last? Like a couple last. Well, night? of course he did. Like, <laughs> he just doesn't score every game. Like, well, like I figured he did, idiot. but like because I looked at this literally <laughs> very recently, and he didn't have that many goals. <laughs> um, yeah, no shit, dude. It's insane. Because um, yeah, every day that guy scores, 
Um, another guy who also scores for this team is Mika Zibanejad, 38 yeah. goals in the last 91 games. Um, so it's nice to see him. He's more of a 50-50 guy. He doesn't just only get assists or something like the bread man getting 70 assists in his <laughs> last 72 games. That's assist a game, baby. Like what? That's An insane. assist a game. That's wicked. Wow. Cool. Like he's That's just he's so in that cool. caliber of like what seven wingers in the NHL that are just better than everyone. Yeah, the upper echelon. Yeah, like, like it's it's Ovi Kucherov, him, like um, Huberto, Huberto, obviously, maybe Mar- oh. Brad Marchand. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd say Marchand. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, sorry. Just, just rank, like, wow, that is nuts. Um. Power play points, Fox and Kreider are at 21. Foxy doesn't even have a goal. Kreider's got 15. One wow. power play. Nice. Hilarious this season. Um, yeah, so that's just what happens in Rangerland. You got one, two, three, four. All they do is score, five. and they got the best goalie to fucking save everything. Yeah, five all stars on this team, boys. Wow. That's, that's insane. That is wonderful. So are you just well, picking the four teams in the Metro and then just skipping the rest? Because I think you should just do that. <laughs> Probably you <laughs> should. We're going to keep going on the highs with the good teams. Let's go to Washington. Uh, OV, OVOs. Yeah. Give me the OVOs. I'm OVOs. sorry, buddy. I only gave you OV this this year, but I gave you Kuzi as my extra 40. Oh, you. One yeah, cap. Crazy. This year, so I don't blame you that. Wait, my bad. I did have John Carlson. In. Yeah, what I was about idiot. to say, it's like, it's like, you didn't have John Carlson? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the last, since the last All-Star break, oh, he's got 93 points in 84 games. Uh, he's got 27 power play points, 16 power play goals, which we just said in this season, Kreider has 15. One thing I want to bring up is this Washington power play needs to get their head out of their ass because they're yes. 30th in the league. Holy shit. That's bad. Like, that's bad. Get your fucking shit together. They've been, the they've been excruciatingly bad the past before, since Christmas, at least. Um, maybe mm-hmm. even before. So. Yeah. Um, Kuzi, yeah, even... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jordan. This is, this? We should just call this podcast Sad Face <laughs> Capitals Fan. <laughs> Like Jordan, <laughs> you sound like you just went through like the most emotional week of your life for hockey. You sound so oh, down. Anytime the caps are brought up, you're like, at least we have Ovi. <laughs> <laughs> at least Ovi's gonna break Gretzky's side. record. Like You gotta look at the bright side. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a quick bright side. Since the last All-Star game, uh Orlov 87 games played. He's got plus 35 for you guys. It's like, a name that, that could be an extra. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like yeah, he's a or, he's a his, nod. The only bad moment Orlov has had this season is his knee to Ehlers. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. he has been probably our best defenseman, defensively at least. Behind Feverly. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Behind Feverly. Yeah, almost. Hey, like I wonder I should look at Honestly, you should take it Feverly. Um, maybe the rookie team. Back. He can make may make the all rookie team. We're, we're, we're doing we're doing yeah, like we'll do a rookie sophomore team or something. Uh, maybe both. Let's uh, do both next week. How about that? Next podcast we'll do. There you go. We're just leaking. Like guys. an under an under like twenty. Let's do an all rookie team. And a rookie one. So let's do an all rookie team and an under. Well, you want to do twenty five? I was thinking like under twenty two, like or twenty three, like young young. 
I think under 24 or under 20, under 25. So 24 and under, I think that's good. Cause there's a lot okay. of defense and then we'll miss out on defense because Beverly's yeah, probably that's 24. Okay. That's where okay. I was thinking of like, st- yeah, that's why I was thinking we just, cause However it's just starting lineup. I'm, yeah, I'm just doing a starting <laughs> lineup anyways. So I guess so you'll do it. Okay. So, um, Kuzi 67 points in 78 games. I gave him it for more recency bias. He's just the extra forward, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Had to dip the cap for him because that's he's having that's a good impressive. year. He's having a good year. He's definitely having a bounce back year. Offensively, yeah, offensively he is for sure. Uh, um, where the hell do we want to go next? Do go to a, go to the last good team. Go to the last good team. Carolina. Yeah. yeah, finish it off and then just. Say the last well, four names for the last four teams. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, who else but Sebastian Aho? Yeah, Svechnikov. Svechnikov. Uh, yeah, I love it. Martin. He's my favorite Carolina Hurricane. With me never really knowing anything about him, just because of that. Like it's seems so funny. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, you got that Aho. Got that. I think I ruined this. I actually do have Kuzi in the lineup. I can put okay. him in because I accidentally left Twavo. I wanted to give him a nod for being Dees, but he's not truly nah. okay. all-star worthy. He's only played 56 games. So in you the just last swap that little bit. So I'm gonna we're gonna need to figure out our extra our extra forward here, boys. Oh, okay. In, in a little bit, I. But anyways, this uh, Aho Brian guy, Boyle. He is Seabass. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, that was extra like forward goal. Brian Boyle. <laughs> well, he scored like two majestic goals. Based on year, goals, though. based on goals or points per game of Kenny Malkin. <laughs> yeah, no, I do have him as like a nod and a like I guess, but not really. Yeah, but, yeah. If he could play more games, anyways. Daniel Sprawl. Sebastian Aho plus, <laughs> plus thirty. Uh, this year, 95 points in 86 games. Now, He's got 42 wow. goals in those 86 yeah, uh, that's games. Insane. That's insane. Almost playing 20 minutes. Svechnikov, uh, 72 points in 85 games played. So not as not as hot, 0.85 uh, points per game. But he's right there with them on power play points uh, with Sebastian Aho. Aho's got 29 power play points in the last year. And Svechnikov has 25. So... Basically, the guys that run that uh, power play unit, along with uh, a little tip of the cap to Trocheck, because if he could be consistent, he'd also have that many points. He's pretty but, dope, but remember, but he's he just—he's not... only a Prius, so. Mm, indeed, indeed. <laughs> but who's not a Prius is uh, Jacob Slavin. He is everything you could ever want. He's a monster truck. Not quite a Lambo, but yeah, what you want for sure. <laughs> it's a monster truck, just never gets broken down. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh pretty good. Plus twenty nine. Uh, really, like, what else do you say about this guy? He plays like best defensive uh, oh, yeah, defenseman. The most, most short handed minutes in the league this year is what he has. Um, Wouldn't so be surprised if he has the least running. penalty minutes per ice time. Uh, yep, only only rolling eight. You know. Yeah. Like, oh wow, that's high minutes. for him. He it had is, one penalty is. last year, and it was a puck over the glass penalty. That's it. And he yeah. played. He averaged twenty two minutes a night. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And we may as well bring up the guy who replaced. Uh, actually, we'll we'll just say it's Ooh. not a. Should almost give a. Should almost give a 
a position on this team to the person who plays the offensive D power play for oh. this team. <laughs> power play quarterback. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this is my starting guy. power play defenseman. Yeah, smash Dougie Hamilton and D'Angelo together, and that's uh, an all star. But yeah, yeah, he's at a point per game, guys. The Tony yeah. D'Angelo, wow. thirty-three points, thirty-two actually? games. That's yeah. insane. Thirty-three or thirty-two. He scored a lot of goals. I didn't yeah. know it was that bad. I knew he was like getting like. 0.6 points per game at least but yeah, like just a little under that's uh, insane half power play points wow um, that's crazy so half of his points are basically power play. yeah no it's it's stupid yeah. he's playing 20 minutes too god damn brindamore <laughs> yeah really turns good. everyone into a friggin all-star <laughs> yeah obviously his on ice play has been good but off the ice we haven't heard anything which is his exactly off ice good. play has been even better since we haven't exactly. heard anything about him Right. No, what though? Like that's the market he needs to be in. He needs to be in a low key market who nobody gives a fuck about except for their fans. So the big news like that doesn't get out. Like the reason it got out is because he's playing for New York. Yeah. He's playing for the biggest American NHL team. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Chase, why don't you finish off your last four names for the last four teams? Yeah. So Columbus. We got the big man, tall man, still there, Zach Wierenski. Boone Jenner. Yeah, know who it should have been? It should have been Cole Sillinger, the 18-year-old. Because based on him being 18 and 12th overall or something is insane. Now that you bring up Boom, I'm actually he's he's our extra forward. He's our extra forward. He's our captain. yeah, because uh, he's the metro. Captain. He's the next. He, he's the Nick Felino dog. He's yeah, bro. Yeah, and exactly. he's like lead tied with uh, the team lead in points. And I think when I looked back, he was pretty high. Yeah, fourth on the team in points. Should throw uh, in a nod of Voracek too for how much we talk about that guy. I do have a nod for Voracek and Rinsky, So we could go. We could go <laughs> Voracek or Boone Jenner as our as our extra. Who do you guys want to go? I like Boone Jenner because he. He's like the best. Better. Yeah, he probably plays like two minutes on the PK and plays two minutes on the power play too. Like yeah. that's probably He's not just a joke. Every, so. He does everything. Like if you like, people are gonna laugh. Like oh, haha, Boone Jenner. Like yes, just because he's like no, like he's I'll legit the best at way. everything. Yeah, he's our captain for a reason. Way. Exactly. Exactly. I'll put it this way: he is the. They don't name captains for no reason. Like. Mm. Like especially if you aren't the best player Olympics. especially if you aren't the best yeah. player or even the yeah. best like offensively talented by like top what five mm-hmm. he's probably bought less than top five in offensive gifted forwards yeah. <laughs> so, so you all you guys thought that there was only going to be one player on these teams no we got no and boone jenner and boone jenner take that society and your mm. rules <laughs> yeah we got that uh let's go to the next team that is also actually have two but one of them is also uh, an extra player and that is adam pellich uh, oh, yeah. the extra D man and Maddie Barzell as the obvious choice to be popping the squeeze nut Fair enough. in the starting lineup because obviously if they ever released the beast, we all know what he would get. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sixty-one points, seventy-eight games for Maddie Barzell. So on that team, not too bad. He's whoa. Um, I just noticed Oliver Wallstrom has more power play points than anybody else since the last All Star break on this team. Nice, seventeen. Wow. He's a Barzell good player, man. 
I like Wallstrom. He's a really I tidy player. I really hope that Barry Trotz like finds a new team soon and he can have an offensive coach, him and Barzell. Like I just want to see it once, like even if I it's, guess Oof. No, go ahead. No, I just I don't know. Okay. Even if it's in a couple of years, like I just I wanna see them in an offensive system. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um well, I just noticed this is I've never noticed this. I wonder how his career stats are. Matty Barzell, forty three point eight face off winning percentage, dude. Like Oof. that's rough. That's rough. Holy shit, I'm not man. surprised he's super small. He's not he's not in the center ice to win face offs like, though. Like you have to be so strong. Like the reason Dry is so good at because he's just yeah oh yeah like six four he can get like better that. at it too and like they but, they isolate his draws like they give him offensive zone draws and they mm-hmm. right like if you if you play barzell properly at the center role you can if yeah. you plus what's brock nelson's face-off percentage in the past year because uh, that'll if it's really 49. good and Oh, that's not as good. JT JG Pajos, that's why they got him. Okay, and then 56. what? A, and then what about Sezikis? Because he's probably got fifty some. Oh yeah, no doubt. Sezikis got fifty two. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's why you can do it, right? You got Brock mm-hmm. McGinn, who or not McGinn, sorry. Uh, yeah, and they're probably Brock Nelson. All Nelson. Nelson yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I think is probably how you do it, Barzell. Um, that is bad though. What else do we got here for um Pelich had like a good plus minus or something like that, I think is what it was. That's why Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, and 20, he's, plus twenty five. They 25. they lean on him the most right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh blah blah blah. Who do we got? Dougie Hamilton on the New Jersey Devils. That is the only guy snubbed all the all the kids. Jack Hughes. Yeah, I'm giving um probably this the I'll give him the tip of the hat next year, probably, you know. No I, what? I want to see another full full awesome years out of these guys because I think they have a great future ahead of them in Heesher and Hughes. So yeah, I think they'll be on this all-star team quite quite easily. And no, it's crazy it to me. I think I, uh, about this. I agree. Um, I agree with Dougie for sure. I, I might personally, if I already drop one other guy for Jack Hughes, just for the dynamicness of him and his personality. I, <laughs> I want to see more of that kid. I don't know what it is. I'm just fascinated by Jack Hughes as a person, as a hockey player, as like just a kid who loves hockey. Like, he doesn't seem like your typical American. That seems stereotypically like really rude, but I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, it's I, I just love Jack Hughes. I want to see him there. He is so talented. He's fun. He just loves the game. I just love everything about Jack Hughes. Yeah, I don't yeah. blame you. I, I mean, New Jersey does too for a reason, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. No, I agree with you though, Chase. Like I, I do. He doesn't probably deserve to based on what he's done yet. Um, quite yet, but. I just, yeah. I would love um, to just see him there. No doubt, no doubt. Um, the the best guy on this team, and since the last All Star break, is Jesper Bratt. Uh, sixty six yep. points yep. in eighty one games. He is literally the only guy that has a plus on this team. He's plus four. Everybody else that's recorded stats is a minus, that's other than insane. gone Ryan Murray plus one and gone Travis Zajac plus one. Nice. That's awesome. That's perfect. So that's pretty cool for that guy. Um. Six. He'd only play sixty minutes, which is kind of disappointing. I actually yeah. honestly thought he played a hell of a lot more by how much you see him and notice him out yeah. there. But it's just because every time he's out there, he's dancing. He's got the be- some of the best edges in the NHL for his skating. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's probably put in a lot of offensive situations. So yeah. it probably looks good on face value, but he's yeah. not all star worthy. But he's no, definitely he reminds like me of a an all star kind of for that forward group. Yeah, last year. So he reminds me a lot of Kevin Fiala. Yes, no doubt. That. No doubt. Yeah, I can see that. Fiala, hey, you should play with him because Fiala, mm-hmm. Fiala and he sure need to meet up, dog. That's where Fiala needs to go. Yeah, those Swiss boys to New Jersey. That boom. That'd be sweet. I want to see that. Um, do we have another team on this? Uh, uh, on this here? No, I said Car- Philadelphia. Philadelphia, right? yeah, it's the Scrubs. Who are you picking from the Scrubs? Uh, I picked Drew. Drew, interesting. Honestly, who, who else is there? The guys always being consistent um, um there's a reason he's the highly toted forward for Atkinson. this trade deadline uh Atkinson's been good for them yeah but uh I don't think he had a good last year from what I remember but Drew um usually has hit a point per game honestly had to pick somebody he hasn't been too great but a point eight uh points percentage of logging the 18 minutes in all reality you could probably just give it to couturier because kevin hayes plays a little bit more or something but yeah not very many guys very deserving it's it's all uh inconsistent like yeah they all kind of suck you were an all-star for like i'm kind of disappointed actually like looking at philly i'm like well there's faraby but when he's like i don't know um yeah so it's a lot of up and down so i just took the guy that's proverall has probably been the most consistent i guess i don't know but do you really want to say (laughs) proverall yeah i agree it's tough do i really want to say a flyer i almost want to take a coyote over a flyer this year like as crazy as it is i could probably find an all-star easier on a buffalo or something than than philly it's just that bad just a year But, yeah, hey, and, and so, like last year was a terrible year. That so too, no yeah, two terrible years. Year, so exactly, like, it's not so. like they're making up for it this year. So it's all just go bad. with Ryan Ellis because I bet he has the best stats per, per games played. <laughs> yeah, going does. back to yeah, last like year too. Games or whatever. Well, and his like last year he got twenty <laughs> awesome games with Nashville probably because the, oh, hey, they were good at the end. <laughs> they were good That's at the true. end. Yeah, there you go. Ryan Ellis, final answer. <laughs> Nolan Patrick because uh, what's his name sewered the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Clark. Keith Yandel uh, got that Iron Man streak. Yeah, Keith Yandel for the Iron Man streak. Those are some names for Philly. Uh, uh, Carter Hart because he's left out to dry. Um, <laughs> Martin Jones because he somehow got better numbers than in San Jose. Yeah, the one guy that did that, that has become positive. That's improved. That's improved. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, okay, we should move off Philly. This is too much. This is too mean. Let's let's start with our lineups because I think we went through our teams. Um we said our goaltenders. We uh Jordan Ijari, you said Sturkin Chase? Yeah, yeah, I did go okay. with Sturkin, but well, unconscious this year. Yeah, no, I agree. Jari I just put because I had too many Rangers, like I said. Uh defense, who do you guys got? Uh I got oh, I shouldn't have said that. I I'm gonna actually I'm going back on it. Uh Slavin. Slavin and Fox. I'm not putting one on. Sorry, buddy. Same, same, bud. Same, Slavin oh, Fox. Victor Hedman and Fox. Victor Hedman's wrong division. <laughs> Metro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. No, that's okay. I yesterday i was doing it and like find like looking i i was like ooh, steven stamkos needs to make this team and then i put him in (laughs) and for like five minutes i'm like wait stamkos (laughs) isn't in the metro so it's okay uh so who's your lefty instead of 
Hedman. <laughs> yeah, there's like Slavin, Wierenski, and then the other guys are like Carlson, Hamilton, Lacan. Yeah, you got some right-handed guys to play on the left. I'll say Zach Wierenski. Zach Wierenski, yeah, just be different. Cool. Team and he's having a wicked season. So. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so what's your guys' forwards? Um, my, my, I'll tell mine. Mine is ancient. I just realized. Um, I got Crosby, Ov, Kreider. Nice, Utah's Kreider. Yeah, I, I did just because he's he's leading the NHL in goals right now. How yeah. can you not? When Ov's having a year, he is like Matthews is scoring mm-hmm. at a great pace. Like Chris Kreider needs to be in here. I wanted to put Panarin, I, but I went a little bit more like MVP of the team feels like they're a little bit more of the mvp of the team not saying that yeah. chris Kreider isn't because i just yeah. feel like fox and panarin uh, no i agree that quite a bit no nope, i agree i got sebastian Aho on the wing Ovi on the wing and crosby up up the middle no what i i had Aho at center over crosby for a long time for a long time and the only reason i didn't because at first i had shishjurkin and i was like i don't have a penguin in here and with how they did last year and and this year one has to be in so i took aho out for crosby and i just did i wanted to throw Kreider in there for the nod um hell yeah it's jordan worth it, right yeah exactly what do you got jordan i've got ovi on the left yeah brad man artemi panarin on the right and then i've got sid the kid down the middle yeah so same as same nice. as uh, pretty similar in the metro yeah, it, like it was, it was, it was the easiest this was probably the easiest one to do um by yeah. far was the metro Especially um, my defense, man. I was like, oh, Victor Hedman. <laughs> yeah, he's number one on most. Uh, yeah. Well, well you're not, not wrong it. about him number, being. Yeah. Check it. <laughs> That's okay. We all have brain. <laughs> Rain slips right all the time. So cool. So that's our all-star game rosters for all the divisions. Um, like I said, uh, like we mentioned earlier, we'll do the uh, rookie lineup and we'll do a under 24 lineup. So 24 and under um, lineup as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, and for- just to reiterate again, that like the whole point of doing this is to like, if you name a roster, a 23 man roster for each division, it's literally the, top 10 percent of the league so yeah. it just it seems to make sense go ahead and not have your make every team have to have a te- a guy go but like it doesn't matter just at least acknowledge these guys for yep. being so good please you know give them a medal do something for these guys because nobody gets awards man nobody no, gets anything other than a stanley cup like how much do you care about being first or second in your division it feels good it makes you feel better having a good year for sure yeah like, make it more yeah. fun like the nba does with points like they make like getting like points said, is like money yeah money yeah. is the best option like yeah. that's the easiest way just like here's a check yeah. for yeah. a million dollars is- because you won this event or because you were the best yeah. player and this from- is a- yeah, and this is a simple thing to do where you don't even have to change the All-Star game. Like, no. Like I said, we're not even trying to propose to change the All-Star game. We're trying game. to make it like better. Just, <laughs> just, just upgrade it. You can do the same thing. Like, let them do the, have fun and stuff like that. But let's And then throw in little stuff too. Players, yeah. Please. Can we? Yeah, oh, let's acknowledge our players first of all. Like that's something the NHL does very poorly in not making people realize that these are people. Yeah. <laughs> At times where we're like, oh, just trade them, do this for them, push them there. Who gives a shit? No, these are people with families. Like, got to take some parts into consideration. Like, these people work their bags off, and it's the same 10 names every year. 
for the categories. Let's see some new names every here and there. Like, oh, Kadri in the All-Star game. Like, nice to be mm-hmm. noted. Got like a million dollars just for being the best, most points from this span to this span or something bullshit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like, something cool like that. Lineup. Make Like, we just made a make lineup. Maybe you could the give them NH- for doing that, you know? Like, yeah, make so the good. NHLers want to be at the All-Star game. That is the goal. That is all I want. I want them to be wanting to be there because if they want to be there, no matter what stupid event they do, they'll have fun and yeah, they'll and, be having fun, which is fun for the fans. And <laughs> loosen the restrictions on it too. Not in like, and I'm talking like let the players fly with some of the stuff they say here and there. Like I'm not saying like to have them say like fuck this and fuck that on national television, but I'm saying let them be themselves and not criticize them for it because that's what we all want to see so don't don't be assholes if they come out like that so that's what we're trying to that's what i want to come across to the all-star game chase you obviously agreeing with that and jordan too mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah do you guys yeah, have sure, any, do you guys have anything else on the all-star game this is kind of a round out even though we're going to do a couple little extra segments with it later no no man nothing okay it's all good cool let's uh let's move in because we should have just enough time yeah yeah we got like in our 15 minutes or so here so we can close off with our awards predictions um we're gonna do these again maybe once after the deadline we'll see if we want to around that if not we'll do at the end of the year again we did these once already early in the season and <laughs> not looking great for some choices, obviously. Let's not, let's not bring We're that. not going to bring those up. Uh, for yeah, one, yeah. because I don't remember all of them, and two, uh, they some were pretty bad. So why don't we just jump in and uh, how about I list the award, you guys list your pick, and then we'll list a couple favorites for it and discuss. How about that? Does that work? Good. Cool. Uh, let's start with since it's the only one talking about a non-player put a player not putting on skates. Let's do a Jack Adams. So, Coach of the Year. We kind of discussed it last uh, podcast, but let's reiterate it. And for anyone who might have missed, Jordan, who is your Jack Adams winner? Yeah, this one's simple for me. It's Mike Sullivan. Yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna agree and say that that's what I put too. Um. What he, uh, a, what he did was crazy. Uh, Chase, what was yours? I went, I went with Johnny Cooper. Um, to yeah. me, like I'm yeah, not. I can respect that. Not trying to undersell Sullivan or anybody. It's actually kind of cool. I think we have like five guys that deserve this. Um, yeah, yeah, there's legit Johnny, five. Five. Coaches Johnny Cooper. Um, what I want to say is he understands the fundamentals that each line yep. needs to provide to win a game. And he sure as hell knows how to make sure his guys are playing like that consistently. And he gets, um, he is such a like pump up guy too. Like that's like, we, we compliment certain coaches. Like he's tactically good. Jared Gallant's very good with people. Like Cooper's very good at everything, like everything in the world. Yeah, like so, with the injuries this year, I believe it proves he deserves this award just as much as anyone else. Probably more so with the two cup rings and no Jack Adams under his belt. So, that, and um, I agree with you there. Like it's between I, Cooper and Sullivan for me. Like it's right another, there for the exact same reasons you said Cooper is the exact same reasons I pick Sullivan. <laughs> Funny enough, just different team injury yeah, woes. Yeah. They just didn't win two cups this year. The, the other thing that I find that really actually blows me away is I can, I, who has, done terrible or has like everybody's excelled under this guy i haven't seen a 
player's career disappear. Like Tyler Johnson is the only one that I can think of that like busted out and then kind of slowed down and seemingly it wasn't that guy past that. Like every player this guy's had underneath them has gotten better and better. We looked at Kalorn contracts. We looked at, uh, Palat contracts in the past and Yanni Gord contracts and stuff. And we were just like, Oh my God, like, what do you, Oh, this might not go well. And it's been absolutely the opposite. And he's, he, he has to be a part of that. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I a hundred percent agree. Like it's, it's literally a coin toss. Like, yeah, who, it, yeah, who yeah. could get it? And in honest, all reality, I'd rather say Rod the Bod because he is. And like, and that was like, I love that you said that because I was just gonna throw him in, and then we might as well list our finalists because we probably have the same finalist. It Rod the Bod's the third guy, like, and right behind yeah. both Sullivan and Cooper. So, and then obviously Dean Evanson too. I want to throw him. I, in there I would Minnesota. say him as four for sure. He's yeah. got to be in this talk. Yeah. We have to bring have him up. to That's bring him awesome. up. Awesome so awesome um, how do you when the big argument for him is like this guy he started the change he brought the change like he was the first guy that like now this isn't a defensive team he's these players are playing a defensive role and yep. all this stuff and this yeah but how he changed lives. the system is insane got these guys on the page and working together and like one of the better teams top 10 teams in the league right now yep um for sure over the last probably since the last all-star break or you know like since he got since, hired since whatever. last year since the start of last year probably yeah, yeah they've been it's, outstanding it's awesome. so love it love it uh Amazing. let's move on to our next award and let's go to our younger award the calder trophy jordan who do you have as your calder trophy winner for my calder i went with mo cider my uh my early pick still Interesting. Interesting. Sticking with it, buddy. I'm right there with you. That's where I'm going. Nice. Most if. I'm going Trevor Zegris. Um, I've jumped over strictly because he has just as many points. Uh, he has actually has more points per game than Lucas Raymond right now, just barely. Wow. And uh, they're in a playoff spot. That's what tied it over for me. It was between the three: uh, Raymond, yeah, Cider, and and Zegris. I just pick Zegers because Anaheim seems like a legit playoff team and he's making them look so dangerous at times that, yeah. If Detroit was a, a, in the fight longer, I'd probably pick uh, Raymond, honestly. And if he kept I'll give scoring. me some differences between these guys. Um, I do have Zegers over Raymond right now. He's yeah. playing Zegers 17 and a half minutes per game. Uh, like you said, 38 games, 30 points. Raymond's yeah. at 42 games and 33 points. So same yeah. sort of shit. Yeah, basically uh, same. They both ba- basically play the same amount on the power play. Actually, Raymond plays almost three. Zegris is a little, about two and a half. But uh, Corsi rating for Zegris is 53 uh, CF percentage, which is pretty good. Though he's on uh, for more or less all offensive situations and yeah, offensive zone draws sure. and stuff like that. Uh, his face-off percentage isn't great at 41, but it's not like you expect a rookie to do great on face-offs no, uh, no. in the best league in the world. His on-ice goals for percentage is 51.9, so that's actually pretty damn good yeah, for and, uh, a rookie in that sort of position. Hey, like For sure. Uh, Lucas Raymond's at a 47.1. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, for... Or, sorry, that, that's his uh, Corsi rating. I didn't write oh, down okay. his on-ice goals for. Yeah. But, yeah, his... It's Raymond also rating's not not even close to Zegris's, so for sure. 
the dynamicness of Zegris helps too. Um, like, like I said, every time he's on the ice, it looks like you gotta watch. You have to watch. Like, you can't help but watch Zegris skate around and do everything. I love Cider. He will do anything to uh, get in the way. Like, I saw him just roll off a guy trying to stop a guy from uh, scoring a goal. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, he was just... He's a very smart player. He's not a big guy. He's not going to be able to hit this guy or knock him over. But he just did whatever he could. And that's what you want to see out of a a guy. Effort. He's happy to be playing the game and just wants (laughs) the... He just wants to play. But and so, let's hit some Mo Sider stats, dog. Like, buddy, yeah, no, for sure, he's legit. And a half minutes a that's game, insane. three minutes on the power play, and one minute and forty seconds on the PK. Uh, he's got like four point eight blocks, almost five blocks per sixty minutes. Yeah, like, holy shit. So, uh, but he's got all four four hits per sixty minutes. Uh, one of those guys that's somewhat up there. It's not a big big stat, but he knows how to make a hit and. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's yeah. insane. Like most siders the right thing, there too. Like the other thing that's uh impressive is a minus one on a team that's minus twenty two. And he's like leading wow. his team wow. in plus minus basically. Yeah, um, and playing with Danny DeKaiser, so that's even more impressive. Um yeah, I know mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. definitely incredible. Like I am leads I'm, the team in points or in power play points with yeah. eleven. Like, no, I like I don't disagree. I think he's the I think he's a clear favorite unless we really fall apart and his numbers get just really really hit, hit on. But I I don't know I don't see us falling apart. I think we've got um like a Verana coming back and it sounds like we might try to beef the team up a little bit just to be a little bit more competitive. Yeah. No. Nope. Why not? That's fair. Um, I literally like I said I pick Zegers because they're in a playoff spot. And if they continue oh, yeah. that, Zegris wins it for me just because he was so important in getting them to the playoffs with it. With If he keeps his points average up uh, throughout the whole year, like he gets 70 points this year and they make playoffs, he makes, he wins. Like he, it's just how it goes, I think, personally. I agree with Sider. Like if Detroit's in a playoff race closer or more better, then I probably have him as my winner. <laughs> But uh, but it is a Calder, so they might just give it to the guy who gets the most points, which would that's be shitty, yeah, which is shitty too. It's it's to each their own. Like if Anaheim falls apart, then I'm picking Cider. It's that close to me. So um, nope. no doubt, no doubt. Uh, one more guy to bring up on this because Tanner Janot. Tanner, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Yep. Tanner Janot. Uh, fifteen and a half minutes, man. Twelve. So hits important per sixty. Yeah. He's hits per 60. Everything. I just said Mo Sider's getting four hits per 60, and he's a D-man. So, um, yeah, what did I say? Ryan Reeves gets 24 hits per 60. Like, Yeah. So not not double. <laughs> he doubles no, what Daniel no. Janot gets, but that's just ridiculous. Uh, it's he also unreal. gets almost three blocks per 60, which is a pretty decent high stat. Um, pretty low on the giveaways, not giving up too many pucks. And the sh- 20 shooting percentage of this guy. And he also plays two minutes and thirty seconds on the PK. Like, wow. Yep. Can, yeah. Doing he's everything. So good, man. Like he's everything for that Nashville team. I love Tanner Juno. Love him. So uh moving on to let's go to the uh pads trophy with the Vesna. Who is your Vesna trophy winner, Jordan? Uh let's see here. My Vesna winner is Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised you picked Markstrom. I know how much you like him. 
Um, I went thing for me with Markstrom is the fact that he's just way more shutouts than anyone else, and he's played a lot less games. Right. Fair enough. Nope, that's that's fair. Um, I'm going Igor Shishjerkin because it is a tie between i i will tell you i have like a five vesna tie right now pretty much and it narrows it down by small little stats um shishjerkin jari vasilevsky markstrom uh anderson like gibson there's six like those are six guys i legit could easily win it uh i went shishjerkin because he has the best five on five stats the rangers suck defensively and they win constantly because of him so i he's just the most important player to the rangers like being so good so much better than they should be i yeah like it's hard to disagree the guy's got a 937 save percentage um and like basically two goals against average and we said um, it from the start like he's he's playing worldly he can't continue this kenny and he has so yeah um, I will go a different direction because, like, cool. technically, I do agree with you. Because um, obviously, if he keeps this up, like, he's one hundred percent winning yeah, this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do like what Jordan's saying. Like, Markstrom has six shutouts. Um, yeah. So that's pretty nope, crazy. Um, either way, I am going with Freddie Anderson because I know Carolina is going to be good the rest of the season, yeah, and his stats sure. are definitely going to be exactly probably like this. Uh, Leafs will cry if Freddie wins it over Jack. Even if yeah. he's voted more than Jack, I think they'll cry, which is funny. No doubt. But honestly, like they're, Freddie's at a 2.06 goals against. I bet it'll be like a 2-2 by the end of the year, and he's rolling a 9.27 save percentage, which I think is decently sustainable for yeah. the team he's on and stuff like that. Um, he, like I said, I think it's a perfect fit from the start, yep, man. Like I love sure. how his style is and it would, it, it, it works fits with Carolina. It's so yeah. fits Carolina. It does. Mm-hmm. So I'm picking nope. Freddie just basically That's fair. off of I agree. possible how the, I, I also have my there's, prediction there's of the eight. Rangers falling off and not being this top right, team and right. at least like falling down in the standings a little bit, like not out of the playoffs, but yep. so yeah, that, I'll just go with that. Yeah, no, there's there's literally eight to ten goalies that could win the Vezda. I didn't even bring up like a Demko who if Vancouver goes on a run, why shouldn't he win? Like so many guys who can just Yeah, tenth in the league and save percentage, right? Yeah, now. exactly. And on he was on such a bad team for the start and was lights mm-hmm. out. So uh but anyways, let's move on, just sliding up the the rank to the defenseman trophy, the Norris trophy. Jordan, who do you got for your Norris winner? Mr. Fox. Interesting. Okay, I got Kel McCarr. Um, who do you got, Chase, and then we'll discuss. Dude, like I don't I don't know if I can pick I I've had so much trouble with this. Like it's I tough. Don't There's know another to five names um, I picked between. I just because I Maybe like eight. obvious to me well if we were talking about this before, Ryland, like it's just simply like yeah. McCarr's like the MVP, like he's just he amazing out there for he's, those guys. He's the most so, like, goals. Like that's the reason I picked him. He oh, scores so much and he's dynamic. Yeah, yeah and I'll I'll kind of agree. Like I'll agree with you in a sense and I'll do the same thing I did with like with Freddie and stuff like pick someone different. I, I think I'm gonna pick I think I'm gonna pick Ekblad because like the guy plays 340 yep. on the power play. He plays 245 on the PK. The guy plays 25 minutes a game. Um, his on ice goals four percentage is 62. Wow, like that's pretty damn good. 
Um, McCarr's at 64, so he's a little bit underneath him, but um, his Corsi percentage is 57 for Ekblad. Guy gets two and a half hits and blocks per 60 minutes. Um, yeah, it's plus 26. The guy's getting goals like he always does. Second on the team in power play points. And the one other thing that I thought that kind of pushes me over the edge, he's got the most shots on that team, guys. The Florida Panthers, really? he has the most shots on that team with 125. That's crazy. Like, talk about somebody who they really yeah, rely and, on. And um, know what? Talk about a player who was well, robbed of the Norris last year. Um with his yeah. injury. Uh I he would I think he win I think he wins the Norris last year has he not break his leg. Yep, I completely agree. Like Jordan, he was like I remember you were all on Ekblad. You were like Ekblad's winning this. Like from the first after the first like three weeks, yeah. you're like Ekblad's winning the Norris. Ekblad's winning the I Norris. Put money on it. I was that certain. Yeah, uh, like he was that good, and then he broke his leg. So it's completely fair. No, it's crazy. You guys just named three. Um, we just named three sensational defensemen, and I can name four more who should be a finalist. I I named four more. Headman, Headman, yeah, as my winning, yeah, Headman, Yossi, Slavin, Mick, uh, McAvoy. Um, technically Uyghur, Devin Taves with what he's doing realistically, like all these guys, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Falk, like every time I, if I, if I pick one, I literally I'll just be like, Oh, the next guy's like, I, yeah. I should pick him. Like, honestly, listen to these stats on Devin Taves. Like he's got more minutes than McCarr. Uh, he's playing 25 and a half minutes yeah. a game. McCarr's playing just about 25. Uh, but Taves plays three minutes on the PK. McCarr plays one. Uh, obviously McCart plays like four minutes on the power yeah. play and two and only two for Devin Tays, but man, Devin Tays is just insane. Second no, in the league on, for on, sure. on ice goals four percentage right behind Falk. Like it doesn't even make any sense. He gets three no, blocks per 60. He's getting two takeaways per 60. That's higher than McCarr. Like, yeah, what is the reason? It doesn't even yeah. make sense, man. For Plus me, 34, eight penalty minutes. Same with, like, I think the car's got six penalty minutes. Right. Um, He's leading the team in minutes and PK minutes. Like, it's... Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm only saying this stuff because, like, should we not be looking at the PK side more of this when we talk about defensemen? Because... Yeah, we like should I said a bit. before, I agree with you when it's Makar because it technically is going to be Makar, and the way he impacts and affects the game, it should be. Yeah, Makar. for, for me, it's the goals. Like stats, it's not Makar. Like these other no. guys are way better defensively and like epic stats that they can come up with. Like it's yeah, not saying that Makar doesn't put those stats up. Like he's yeah, it's it's the whole amazing, argument because if if crap. how which way do you how much do you want to swing which way for offensive? Like do you exactly? That's why you need two. You need two of these trophies. Like I'm gonna yep. say it until they do it. You need an offensive and a defensive, so we can stop debating this stupid crap. Um, yep. reason I picked Kale McCarr in 37 games, he has 17 goals. He might score 30 goals as a defenseman. If you don't win the Norris after that, like how? How? Yeah, the goals exactly. Like, that's, that's it. Like it's the goals. Already. He has four more goals than second place Roman Yossi. And he's played well, thirty-seven got, games. Well, Landis got tied the game there, and then McCarr's like, "Well, now we have the same goals. That can't be." And he just yeah. goes out and scores the game winner, and says, the, "Now I have more goals than he, you, Landis Cog." So. McCarr has more goals than Gabriel Landis Cog, who scores twenty-five a year, thirty a year. Yeah, on this line, thirty a year. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. Like, okay, like that. That's it's just that's dude. my argument. I know it's like he's on such a good team, and that's fair. 
for me, Kale McCarr, I think had he been healthy last year wins as well. If like, let's say Ekblad's still out, but McCarr plays those 10 extra games. I think he wins last year. So I just, I don't know. He's the best defenseman. I want him to win. I feel like he should win. Um, I feel, Headman's I feel there too. <laughs> I'd feel bad if we didn't go over some of the stats of some of these guys. Um, I'm just going to try to rip through these. Yeah, rip through some and quick we'll and then we'll on. move on to. Uh, Petro, he plays 25-45 minutes. Almost 26 minutes a game. Two and a half on yeah. the PK. Two and a half on the power play. Um, he's got a 53 Corsi rating. Um, above 50 for on-ice goals for the guy gets five blocks per 60. So that's one of the highers in the league. He has the most steals in the league. If you look at guys who have played 25 games. So basically taking Mark Stone out of it. Cause he gets like six steals per 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no Petro got three, almost three and a half steals per 60. Nice. Like I said, most in the league second on the team in shots. Uh, next, Victor Hedman, 25 minutes a game, three, almost over three and a half power play minutes, two on the penalty kill a game. Um, once again, in the mid 50s for Corsi and on ice goals for three hits and three blocks per 60. Like, it's. I it's almost pick Hedman. Like, Hedman to me is probably, Hedman like, be- to me, it's my three if I'm picking, and I can't believe I'm snubbing Fox on this, and this is like crazy to say. It's Makar, Yossi, and Hedman are my three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and I, the only I just reason, can't without them. And the only reason I'm noticing Yossi's not in these actual conversations and we'll never get it because he's plays 35 seconds on the PK. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, average. that's fair. So he does not play on the PK. Basically, that's Eckholm's job. My my and reason is he's just that team right now. Like, but he's like yeah. he's like what we're talking. He about scores. Yeah, he you scores know, like, all their points. Guy. He leads yeah. their team in points every year. Like this isn't like a oh one year he's like leading the team. Like no, like Yossi literally oh, leads the team in points every year. <laughs> okay, do it. Back my facts. 20, Twenty power play points is first on the team. The guy has 152 shots, which is 40 more than the next player. He has 40 more shots than Matt Duchesne, the next wow. guy on his team. That's like, like talk that, about yeah, being impressive like, with Ekblad. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's crazy. Like it's that's why we need two. We need two trophies: an <laughs> offensive one and a defensive one. Yeah, and if you're a lowly Seattle fan, I'll give you some uh, Adam Larson oh, yeah. numbers because he's under. Here's uh, for the for the Scott Stevens <laughs> award he can have. Yeah, uh, so he plays 22 minutes, but the guy's got five and a half blocks per 60, six and a half hits per 60, so he's just a force out there. But the one thing that impressed me and how I found him with these stats is he's got under a giveaway per 60. Like yeah, that's in insane. two games. Like you might not, you'll give up one puck maybe. Like it's that's really good. Like, that's what do you mean? <laughs> I can't believe Edmonton picked Cody CC over him. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll give you a, like for giveaways. Like Yossi gives up two every per sixty. Yeah. Um, what else? Do, Makar's at a point eight seven giveaway per sixty. So that's impressive. That's amazing, right there. Right with so. what? Right with Larson. Um, yeah. So. Who else? Adam Fox, 1.86 giveaways per 60. So, yeah, you know. A bit more. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's for sure. And um, I, I don't know. I just some comparisons. But there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of comparisons. Holy it's shit, tight. Man. This year, the race for the awards is the best we've ever seen. 
best we've ever seen this is the best year of hockey i've ever seen in a long time yeah like it's so competitive and everyone's so good there's not one or two teams like they're probably gonna win the cup or be up there to fight hard every team in the east Mm -hmm. has a chance to win the first round every team in the east that's never been heard of (laughs) so um let's move on though to our uh fourth last award we got the defensive forward award the selkie um who do you got jordan as your selkie winner i've got patrice bergeron i do too and for one stat one stat only 62 percent in the face-off draw i'm gonna give you a reason and that's like six percent higher than second or something or maybe not quite six but like four um, the reason I snuffed Bergeron, even though he leads this team with a plus nine, um, he plays a little bit less PK time. He does play yep. three minutes on that's the power still, play, but only a one yeah. and a half on the PK now. That's still. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Sure. His uh, Corsi percentage is like 63. Um, his on-ice goal is four is 60%. But the one thing that kind of turned me off is that, like, yes, his uh, face-off percentage is... Uh, 62 or 3 or something. Yeah, like 62, that. I um, think. That's what I searched up yesterday. Uh, but his ozone percentage of faceoffs um, is high, like 62%, oh, is which is weird because when I looked at other guys in the race like O'Reilly and Barkov, uh, Ryan O'Reilly's got 44.9% of the time does, is like his percentage of faceoffs in the offensive zone. So, oh, like, okay. he's always in the defensive, defensive zone, zone every time. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, so that's yeah. like a that's a twenty almost twenty percent difference between O'Reilly and Bergeron and Barkov's that basically the same. Nope. That's fair. Um, that's that's what took me away a little bit. So um, who did you pick? Gave away. I picked O'Reilly because of the games. Fair enough. Though it probably should be Barkov. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, plus fifteen in thirty games. Yeah, I'll tell you um, why I picked Bergeron. Another reason other than face up percentage. Um, this Bruins team is the worst Bruins team we've seen in a long, long time. And they're still winning games and in every game making playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like I know it there's a big cutoff after them that we talked about, but like to me the Selkie is like up. the heart trophy with yeah, right? That can defend well, your team. I'll back playoffs. you up with that. Like yeah. it's it's cause Plus he needs one, I think he just wants one more. Get give him one more before he retires and then he can no give the rest to Barkov. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been good enough to do it. Uh, so do he's I. only got nine giveaways this year, which is definitely that's ridiculous. One, uh, <laughs> then, nine. Uh, How do you yeah, have nine giveaways? How much ice time does he get? Twenty minutes? Twenty-one? He only he, the 18? other thing. I also snuffed him with oh, only okay. eighteen twenty. So that's kind of the other half. Fair enough. He's not. His responsibility is not as big in the defensive zone as it used as to be. They gave it a little bit more to coil, it seems. Coil. But, not, like, yeah, still, his defensive enough. zone face Still so good. Yeah, like, his D zone face-off percentage is 61.7. Yeah, so like, like yeah. he's perfect in the draw. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he's the best and face-off also, guy of all time. And also, this was a stat that I thought that was pretty cool. Um, So, in 99 shorthanded face-off attempts... He's got a 53% winning percentage for Sean, which shows you how difficult it is to win shorthanded faceoff because yeah. obviously you have to win that power play faceoff whenever yeah. you go out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you work him to- well. You can put all your effort in as you on the power play on your faceoff, where if you fall down doing it, you got four on four still. Mm-hmm. You're not at a disadvantage, yeah. so that's why it's easier to one of the reasons. 
Sorry, and uh, so like the comparisons with that to Barkov. So Bergeron's at a 53%. Barkov shorthanded 57%. Um, O'Reilly 56%. So I'm giving, I'm giving it to O'Reilly. I tip the hat to O'Reilly here. Um, He plays almost three minutes on the power play, plays two minutes per game on the PK. Um, 1930 for total ice time. Uh, basically, he's got that 55% D zone winning percentage. Uh, like I said, when he goes out there, he's basically in the defensive zone. Yeah, it seems like so uh, no, for yeah, sure. it's yeah, he's I like don't know. Fourth in the league with short-handed his, face-offs. Um, he's so always up looking there, at things right? that are like that. He's a plus. He's only a zero though with like his plus-minus, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd go with him. No, nope, that's fair. Out just because of the games played, and like now I'm kind of unsure if he's going to have a full healthy year. And For I don't sure. know, maybe I believe in O'Reilly having a full good my, year. My backup is Sorelli. Isn't, isn't, isn't that the isn't that the award right? <laughs> you know, yeah, true. Being able to stay healthy and play PK the whole fucking year. <laughs> yeah. It, to me, uh, it's it's the second heart trophy in a way. Like it's whoever doesn't win the heart should if they're good defensively should win the selkie kind of deal to me um my second was sorelli too though like i he's been so good for tampa like so 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 good um, yeah another guy but, five giveaways this year yeah so that's five insane giveaways that's ridiculous so like um, what? yeah let's move on the to... other guy is Kopi to bring up he's yeah he, he's he's definitely like in the conversation but absolutely anyways, we can move on. let's let's move on to the rocket richard um what do you got for us, Jordan? Who's your Rock Richard pick? I shouldn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid question. Name uh, my heart. Uh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, Chase, who's yours? Yeah, I'm going with Ovi. Ovi for the Rocket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, feeling um, Ovi. He really knows. I think he understands that he might not be healthy all the time, so he better fair. make sure he gets points this year. Yep. That's kind of the mentality I thought he needed to take in, and no, that's wow, fair. Is it paying off? Eh? So no, it is. Uh, I I got Matthews. Um, I think Ov is going to be like a goal behind Matthews. Like it's going to be so tight. I the way Matthews has been playing past couple months is ridiculous. He had like seventeen goals in like eleven games or something this mm-hmm. year. Like or thirteen games, it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah. So no, he he goes on like month spans where he's like, I'm gonna score twenty goals this month, and it's like, yeah, oh, dude. okay, um, <laughs> okay, I'm almost yeah, exactly. gonna score what people score in their careers a lot in a month. Like, it's insane. I think he's just due for another terror too because the Leafs are so good offensively. Yeah, but, I was looking at the leaderboard there for goals, and I was like, "Man, like, I was looking. There's a couple names fall down, basically. You know, like, yep, it's, it's I looked at that too. Gonna, who's gonna be consistent and keep this up? And like I, I said listed earlier, three names, about, uh, <laughs> made four. Uh, like I said about or um, earlier about the Capitals and their horrible thirtieth overall power play. Yeah, if that, I think they can get that changed. So sure. maybe that's where we get some more some OB goals. goals. And that's how he's able to keep that up. So that's that's my. Point I'd like to see how many power play it, goals. My next would be Austin Matthews because yeah. yeah, like you said, he's just uh, the, he's, the best he's like scorer. Pasta, like pasta he's the best. The yeah, he just scored like eleven goals in ten and twelve games. But like, he's wow, always okay. consistent too, Matthews. That's the qu- that's the difference with it. Like he goes on streaks mm-hmm. where he's so good, but then 
he'll go, okay, he's having a slow month. He's only got eight goals in 10 games. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's only got five goals in 10 games. Yeah, something or like something himself. stupid. It's like, that's crazy. still crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, fair enough for all those. It can go any which way. What about the Art Ross? What is you guys' Art Ross, Jordan? Um, points leader in the NHL. Who leads in points? Yeah. It's between matthews and um oh that would be interesting See, matthews, matthews and fucking mcdavid yeah yeah i figured uh mcdavid matthews I mean, how many points does matthews have i don't even know how many points he has in total i'm gonna check that quick um matthews 19th he has 43 points he definitely do it half going tear but no absolutely mcdavid or right if toronto went on a tear it's possible yeah, absolutely. No, that's no. Nah, I'm not. I'm, Matthew's up there is interesting. It's just I when McDavid's well, always the name, right? Rider, so yeah, yeah. yeah. he's definitely going to get gold. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, who do you guys are at Ross Chase? Uh, I'm taking McDavid. I'm sure he'll figure yeah. out and do this. I think I think it's McDavid, but I went outside the, the box assist, because I didn't want to just be like McDavid. I, I I just didn't feel like it, so I picked Jonathan Huberto. Um, like Florida is so good and he is unreal and he's already up there in points they just needs to sustain it and he's good like he sustains this and he probably wins because he's one point ahead of behind first so uh, that's why yeah, uh, the games in hand are uh, definitely the only reason I'd probably give McDavid the, yep. that's why I give him the for sure because nope, they that's have fair. games in hand but that's you fair. can also say that about uh, and Dreisaitl too Johnny Hockey or Dreisaitl <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, yeah should, should probably brought him up Um, he was another name I almost picked as well Uh, for the heart though Jordan you already said you picked OV I picked yep. OV as well I think he's gonna be the yep. main cap capital that's yeah, yeah totally he's why totally they're in the playoffs agree. this year like I don't think they would have like necessarily missed without OV, but it would have been a lot harder than with him. And yeah, it's just it's OV. He's gonna win. He should win his last heart. It makes sense. He's having a blow up here. Just give it to him. So. Yeah, four points, four and a half hits per sixty, three blocks per sixty, which is pretty good. That's um, insane. Only one giveaway and one takeaway per sixty. So pretty yeah. consistent with that but yeah and like just four, the goals man he's and the age <laughs> that can't be true it says uh, i wrote down that he almost plays five minutes on the power play that's, a game. that would be insane if they so get that many power plays yeah that would make yeah, sense that they'd have to they'd have to get three power much. plays they'd have to get three power makes sense if they get like three or four power plays a game he's out there for a minute and a half each power play i mean at minimum exactly. if not two minutes so, he's definitely out there for a minute and a half. For yeah, sure for minute forty, yeah, minute forty both, at least. <laughs> he plays both of them until uh, till he's tired, and then he's like, "Okay, I guess we're not going." Oh, until he play. he goes off when he says he's done on the power play, not when them. They have four yeah, man yeah. power plays, and then OV on both. So exactly. Yeah, so no, exactly. it's awesome. But anyways, uh, that's all we got for time. Sorry for the little extra timing on our time crunch at the end. But go follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Couch on Ice. So we're starting to do a lot more postings on everything. So show us some love. Anyways, we'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. Peace.